Okay, there we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18.5 of Requiem. That will be explained in a second, by the way. First of all, Happy New Year to all of you watching Woo! and to the players as well. Woo! We made it. We're in 2024. Woo! Sick. And they're still all alive. Uh, what? Can you center my camera? If I can center your camera, yes, I can. You you must realize this is a difficult job since your camera keeps changing position <laughs> every single episode. Can you can you not do it yourself? Yes. There it is. All right. Oh, that was hard. Dang, she's a professional. <laughs> it's much easier if it's you doing it. Look at uh, you go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, welcome in guys. So first of all, let's start um, today's episode with explaining why the last episode wasn't uploaded. So uh, as uh, First, let me confirm that we're not having the same difficulties as last time. We're not we're good this time Everybody can hear. Yeah, everybody can can hear you whatever But last episode they couldn't hear the players for a long time and then they couldn't hear the background music for the entirety oh. of the battle <laughs> Um, oh, no. So what uh, what I've decided due to having like at least almost like 15 minutes or 20 minutes of gameplay of them muted um, I decided to not upload uh, the last episode But I'll get to a recap when the recap comes here I'll tell you what happened um, so that you guys are caught up Not much was advanced in terms of lore So anybody who's uh, interested in that side uh, should not have any problems with it uh, Besides that uh, just a friendly reminder that episodes are uploaded on YouTube. This episode we're not streaming on YouTube. Just running a little quick little little test, uh, and then uh, they we will resume to streaming them on YouTube as well. And they're also uploaded on Spotify, where you can listen to them in podcast form. Uh, it is a di direct placement of, of of like the VOD. I turn it into an audio and put it on on Spotify. So that's the experience that you're getting. Just so that you know. Uh, all right, so. New Year, same party, all alive. Are you ready? Oh, we got a sneeze coming. Silent That's sneeze. You. Silent em sneeze. <laughs> that was uh, that was Emily. Emily cast like silence. <laughs> Again. Oh no, it's still silent. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, you guys ready? Yep. Yes. Yeah. All right. Then let's roll out the intro, and we'll see you on the flip side for episode eighteen point five of Requiem.
and welcome back. So, let's begin this episode with a little recap of what happened last time, which was streamed but not uploaded, once again. Sad. Last episode, or last time we've played, Velux Moors were already sailing in the Katsali Ocean aboard the Sinking Song, a ship that can go underwater. And on the, on the fifth day of travel, they were ambushed by sirens. Their song almost affected the entirety of the crew, but thankfully, um, through expert use of the silence spell, once again, Emily uh, managed to negate most of the effect of the siren song, but still, they climbed on board and managed to drag a few of the uh, crew people that were ready to stab at them as soon as they came up, they managed to grab them and pull them beneath the ocean. And that's where Violet and Vesper came in, diving in after a bunch of the, the crew um, that were dead, if it weren't for them. Hadral, meanwhile, stayed on board, monitoring everybody, uh, making sure he fought the ones that actually got on deck, uh, whilst Emily <laughs> tried to throw lifesavers at people and... One of the times almost got pulled overboard herself. <laughs> uh, she's, she doesn't have very strong arms, guys, but she sings really well. Um, either way, on those first five days of travel aboard of the Sinking Song, this is what happened. This is the most eventful occasion. I would also like to rem remember you guys. So I'll, I'll just go make a quick summary of this. The players will get a stat bonus. All of them picked stat bonuses. Um, or ability score bonuses at the end of the trip. If you guys would help me remind you, uh, or remind the, the, the viewers about that, um, Violet, I believe you chose Dexterity to get uh, 20 decks, right? Yes. I believe Emily chose Intelligence to mm -hmm. get to 8 Intelligence. Vesper, you're working on your strong, your strength, My right? Strong. Very nice. <laughs> and finally, we've got Ajal getting up to 20 Wisdom, right? Uh, with Correct. his ability score uh, choice. Very so, wise. Very wise man indeed. I need the Maxween of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. No, man. <laughs> someone's gonna know. No. I can't be the only person in this stream and chat to know about the Drake. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> moving on. That sounds like something that I'm gonna enjoy listening to after, though. Uh, moving on, guys. This is going to be the second five-day block of travel out of four since you're going to make make it to Port Nameli in 21 days. Mizzy rolled last time. Who wants to roll for this five-day block? Uh, can we have a long rest? You can have mark off a long rest, yes. <clears throat> to regain all of your shit. Yeah. I am long rest point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will switch on. my uh, spells if I can. You can, of course, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to um, switch Word of Radiance for Sacred Flame because uh, I thought Word of Radiance. <laughs> <laughs> because last time you could use Sacred Flame and you didn't, so you've learned your lesson now. <laughs> hey, wait, could I? Yeah. Maybe I could. You could have, instead of attacking, you could have just Sacred Flame. Um,. Wasn't I silenced though? Can you still use Kentrish? I I don't know. I think Sacred Flame doesn't require verbal components, but I could be wrong. Oh, you'd be surprised. I think 
I think no one, nothing uses and they always do. Uh, so, sacred flame, it does. It does verbal? Well, yeah. fuck. You were fucked then. Who's yeah. rolling for the second five day block? Who's volunteering? I can do uh, it. Okay. <laughs> wow, it takes so long, and then when you volunteer, it's two people at the same time. <laughs> All right, fish, you're doing you the way. Roll. Fish. Uh, you're going cool to fish. roll a. Give me, give me a second. Yeah, you're going to roll a d6 for me, please. One d6, three. <laughs> same thing as before. Oh, no. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. What does it mean? Uh, okay, I mean, you rolled it. I'm going to respect. I, as you guys know, I randomly changed the table after one roll. I just want you guys to know that. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. God, I am so sorry. I need to roll another d6. Oh no. <laughs> two. A two. At least this one is different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. We hope. <laughs> what are you, what are you guys hoping for? I just wanna I just wanna know what you guys are hoping for. I don't know. I'm what just hope for. Stay well. <laughs> okay. So first. I'm of not all, gonna say it. <laughs> uh, first, first of all, um, I just wanted you, uh, to ask you guys. Sirens. That you can collect some materi materials from sirens. Um, as as you would expect, and there were three of them, I think, or two. Was it two or three of them that were killed on board? Which means you have access to their bodies. Uh, so two. Yeah, I think I think, yeah, I think, I think were, uh, that's a very strange way to put it. I, I, I think it <laughs> I were two. Know. I think it were two. Uh, okay, dude. Uh, so <laughs> what happens? What happens here is the throat of a siren um, is, and, and their vocal cords are actually quite uh, valuable. So you right now have two access to two throats, uh, and also to their scales. So in regards to the, the throats, those are three hundred gold each. So you have mm -hmm. two throats. You can mark them off in your inventories, or whoever Lost? has the bag of holding. Sugar mummy, I guess. <laughs> Sugar mummy. <laughs> you have two throats, each of them three hundred gold, and in scales, you have what would be equivalent to around one hundred and seventy-five gold. Of siren scales. 275. 175. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So, in these five days, is there anything that you guys would like to do before we go through what ha what happens here? I don't have to roll again? No. <laughs> oh, the other time it was three rolls. Hmm. Yes. Oh, no, sussy. <laughs> Damn, okay, cool, cool. Um, like, in the end of the, the other day of the fight, mm -hmm. I would like to go to Vesper. And I'll just say, hey, thank you for backing me up. <laughs> What's that? I was, like, I was Sorry, just I thrown... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> the reaction of the DM just... No, I know. <laughs> When she broke the door, I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking her. I, I, re I realized that I shouldn't be reacting to things, but I, I just sometimes I can't help myself. I'll, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was just so. <laughs> I'm so just, sorry. It was so over the top. That was all. <laughs> I was just getting ready. That was all. <laughs> I just want 
to take her off my head. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm so sorry. Yeah, wait. By, by the way, just a small, uh, a, a small side note. Onion, did yeah. did we lose someone in the from the crew? Nope. No. No. Okay, we're all, all good. Okay. Because of me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Humble. Patting so my own back. Good job, Mizzy. Thanks, Mizzy. Carry. <laughs> can we can we role play, please? Yes. Go ahead. Yo. Yo. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's take a moment. Let's just laugh it out. Laugh it out. Laugh it out. Laugh it out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I caused I this. Oh God. Okay, Titus. <laughs> I caused this. I am so sorry. I'll, I'll stop. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> there we go. Hey. <laughs> oh my god, it like started of the It just gear. does the the, the Spider-Man, the, the mouse were also hey. 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 Uh, hey thank you. Thank you for backing me up there. I was not expecting you to come with me. I turned around and you were gone. You expect me to just let you jump off of a ship in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> Yeah, good point. I, I would probably have died if you weren't there. I didn't really think. I just, I saw them taken, take, I saw them being taken away and I just had to. I didn't expect you to, to join me. Of course, Violet. I, I know you, you couldn't let anything happen to these crewmen. They've been nothing but helpful to us this whole time. But next time you decide to jump off a ship, Try to let me know first. <laughs> you scared yeah. the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, well, I actually tried, but we were silenced. <laughs> so... I was like, Fair okay, point. so Emily is like listening to this conversation, and right now she just like slowly turns away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not blaming we'll anyone. We'll deal with you later. <laughs> Also, while they're all talking, call. I'm checking in with the crewmates to see if they're alright. Like, just uh, checking in on them. Yes, sir. We'll handle that later. Um, and I'll just say, well... I, I'll, I know now that we are very capable, so... I just didn't want anyone to, to die with these stupid creatures. I don't know. Well, you did make a promise to Gramps, after all. And I'll put my hand on her shoulder and be like, And I'm very glad that you're safe as well. I'm glad you're safe too. <clears throat> and I <laughs> nervously just go see if the crew is safe. Join Hasdrow. Yeah. Join Hasdrow. I'm going to follow Emily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Hasdrow. Um... As you check upon the crew, they seem to be most of them all right. It seems that the um, the sirens, although they pulled and dragged them out into the water, they really didn't do anything to them. Some of them are quite um, shaken because they almost drowned. Uh, but you know, they're 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 people from the, they're used to sailing the seas and you know going overboard once or twice. You're not really a sailor unless you almost die once or twice uh, in these waters. Um, but I'll say that your your help is actually quite appreciated uh, by by some of these folk, although. As you kind of as you approach them with the symbol of of uh, Dalgar with with your medallion, there is some sort of um, 
you sense that this crew is not quite as faithful as most crews out in the sea are to the god of the seas. Um, it's just there, there's some sort of strange, uh, almost animosity. But you gather very easily that uh, these people are... These people are weathered sailors. This is... Uh, although there are one or two young uh, deckhands, um, most of the others are have some have some expertise already. Maybe not at the level that you have, uh, but some of them have, have sailed these waters for for quite a long time, and m perhaps more even more dangerous waters. Um, and so, you know, being screwed multiple times doesn't allow you to be faithful a lot. Yes. Um, and and they welcome your help, but they're a little bit, you know, taken aback by the fact that you're a man of faith yourself. Um, Do I notice, uh, like, uh, for example, a particular crew member doing any, like, uh, being reticent in that sense? Or do I not just... Is it just like an intuition? Exactly. It's more like a, an intuition of, of how they speak to you, of how they, they engage with you, and how, how you know, when they see the medallion and you offer to cure them using, you know, your faith and your magical ability, they're a little bit, you know, um, they're a little bit hesitant to instantly trust you, let's say. But they're not, like, rude to you in any way. They're thankful because yeah, yeah. you guys saved them. Um, but they're not rude in any way. Okay, so they're all fine. No one shows any signs of like, uh, of like wounds or sickness or anything. They're all good. No, they were taking them to do something to them, and uh, fortunately, they weren't wounded. Um, the the one that did suffer sort of a, a, a more superficial, like surface level scratch wound was the captain, uh, but they are absolutely fine. It seems the captain is probably the toughest bitch in here. You know, but he did get hurt, right? Yeah, he did get a little bit hurt. Okay, uh, then Hajra will approach the captain and say, um, "Captain, I saw that you were in a tussle over there. Do you require any assistance?" I nothing that a, a good night's rest will not solve. Thank you for checking on my crew, though. Are you yourself all right? Yes, yes, sir, I am. Um, but if you need. If you need a helping hand, a good night's rest always does it to you, but it can always be faster if you allow me to help. May I? Roll a persuasion check for me. That persuasion is to help. <laughs> yeah. That is a seven. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go, I, I appreciate it, but I am... I am more... I, I trust more of my natural ability to heal, and I would rather... I would refuse the help that you want to provide, for I know its origin. Let it be known, even if you don't particularly see eye to eye to Dolgar, its main message, in my interpretation, is peace. And... That's all I want to do. It's okay, and I understand your decision completely. Just know that if you need any help, either you or your men, I'll be within reach. You know where to find me, sir. Thank you. I thank you as well. I just, um, I, uh, 
I do a little bow with my head and I go to check on my um, my mateys, the Veloxmores. <laughs> and right. I, I start asking around like the first one I see, which would be, who would it be? Maybe Violet? Maybe yeah, Violet, Violet is with me, right? She was meeting you, yeah. Yeah, as we as we go to check on uh, Vesper and, uh, and Emily, I'll uh, I'll turn to Violet as we walk and I'll I'll ask, is everything okay? I saw you went head first over there. Well, I'm in one piece, so I guess I'm okay. If you need any assistance, you I'll know what I can you. do. Yes, oh, ma'am. <laughs> and uh, as we as we get to to Emily and Vesper, I'll ask the same thing. Are you all right? Need any help? I'm fine, Hazdral. However, you were getting pretty friendly with one of those sirens. <laughs> oh, was, as you can see, it was a not <laughs> very consented encounter. <laughs> I turned again. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure your head is clear before we continue on. That's all. Oh, I... <laughs> I, <laughs> I appreciate it, Vesper. <laughs> Worry not. Uh, my mind is very clear and focused, but I appreciate your concern. Uh, my Quincy and Pepper starts yeah. writing this down. <laughs> Interaction. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that like this happened. <laughs> I immediately turned to Emily like, "What are you writing?" And I, <laughs> <laughs> I put I put my arm on on Ashral and I ask. Was this your first kiss? <laughs> I am in... <laughs> Vesper looks very interested. <laughs> I don't know exactly the idea that you have of me, but it was not my first kiss. Oh! Thank you. Okay. Good to know. It wasn't Azrael's first kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you hear Emily giggling? <laughs> You see, my friends, I am a very dedicated dragonborn, but keep in mind that I also had a life before Dalgar. As hard that might be for both of you to believe, perhaps, but trust me. I'd love Ash to hear some stories at this time. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did you say? Vesper? I'd love to hear some stories about this time, if you'll indulge us sometime. <laughs> oh, that, those are times... <laughs> Long, long gone along the breeze of the sea. I would have to find the deepest... What would be the your universe counterpart of the Davy Jones locker on him? Uh, I don't know, dude. You come up with it. I'll run with whatever you want. Oh, my God. Find a name, I'll run with whatever you want. Dragon Bornified Davy Jones. <laughs> dude, I'm Dra awful at this. Dragon, Dragon Jones. <laughs> Draggy Jones? Okay, yeah, that works. <laughs> I would I would surely have to go and look within the deepest Draggy Jones locker <laughs> to find this information again. Well, he's a thing oh, okay. now. No, he's a, he's a thing. It's canon. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. So, and I start to ponder like, do I am I'm fucking old? Not with that, <laughs> not with those words, but damn. Yeah, the Hazrael would never curse. Because um, like v Vesper is a uh, Vesper. I mean, at least she doesn't appear very old. She's she's not that old. 
Yeah. <laughs> not very old. And like dragonborns live, uh, how, what's their expectancy of life? Uh, it's like... In regular uh, D&D, they, they live as long as a human, but in my world, they live upwards of hundreds of years, like close to 200 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, makes sense. It was what, what I was thinking, more or less. What would you say of my age? Your age? <laughs> oh yeah, because you're a, you're a half-elf, right? Elf? I'm high-elf. Full. High She's elf. a full elf. Full elf? Okay, I'm a full yeah, then, elf. Oh, then you're probably old as <laughs> shit, too. Maybe. Do okay, you know uh, how old you are? I know. Okay. Because oh, this has happened before where you've forgotten, and I've forgotten, too. So hey, I mean, it didn't sure. say... <laughs> You didn't say anything about times long past, so I assume you're you're not gonna be that old, I guess. <clears throat> I'm seventy something. Oh, seventy four, I think. Very. Seventy five. <laughs> but I she, don't look like, like it. I, I look like thirty. She's, she's actually <laughs> she's actually no. You don't look like thirty. You look like more in your early twenties. You're okay. actually. <laughs> you're so actually. Much. A, you're like, actually oh, forty. I'm forty. <laughs> you're actually a child for an elf you're pretty much a child elves live close to 800 years and they reach maturity around 100 something so you're not even a mature elf yet you're not even an adult technically. baby yeah. <laughs> oh no grab was robbing the cradle you're younger than emily in a way, seventy. <laughs> You're the baby one. Seventy years, all that, all that wisdom poured into, shut the fuck up, vocabulary. <laughs> hey. She's had a rough life, okay. Ten intelligence. You Just can't expand. At a loss for words. <laughs> hey, it's always uh, easier to tell everybody to shut up than uh, coming up with the words shut yourself. The fuck up. Um, and I'm going anyway. through a divorce, please. Yeah, it's a hard time, okay? We haven't talked to her daughter. Yeah. True. She couldn't find her daughter. That's also true. True. When I get divorced, I also narrow my vocabulary. That I'm <laughs> oh, so you've been, been divorced before. Um, right. So, guys. Um, in the night of the fifth day. You <laughs> look. I just want. I just wanted to be clear. Fish rolled this. This oh, is no. not oh, no. my fault. You're blaming me. again. You you chose this. No no no. I didn't. What I do is the I list. roll. I roll the the, the the list position randomly after. Like I don't mix it up. I just roll it to see where the positions end. This is where it ended. You've brought this upon your your group. Okay. What a gaslight. Um, yeah. So <laughs> DM gaslighting. Do you the remove player. what was already chose? Uh, I, I, I shifted positions. I decided that, that would be more fun because this episode, I'm going to do it for the next, but the past episode was not recorded. So I just shifted positions along. So I rolled instead of be, it being me switching it, I actually rolled for it. So the night of the fifth day. The skies are clear. The stars, once again, shining bright. The moon is currently, I'm going to say, waxing. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty hairy. It's wax. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wax on. Wax on. <laughs> the seas are calm. There's no 
not even the slightest evidence of a storm. But there is something strange in the air. As you all get ready to go to sleep, there's a certain unease in your hearts. Your mind is not exactly thinking of anything. Maybe, perhaps, your own worries. The, you know, maybe thinking of G back, or in Violet's case, thinking of Ketri. Maybe Emily thinking a little bit of her family and about the dreams that she has. Hajral thinking about his first kiss. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> this... He thinks I can't hear him. <laughs> but this unease that you feel is... Ah, it's... it's something that makes you want to scratch your chest. You don't necessarily feel watched. But you feel afraid. It is strange to be afraid of nothing. You're afraid or your fear is intangible in this moment. You you feel like you should be terribly scared. Like the things that you've seen not in the cult's temple, but inside that house. The things that G witnessed, what Emily witnessed. Both Vesper and Hasdrell, you that thought kind of creeps back into your minds and you you can't but wonder just for just one second if your friends aren't going insane. Why this thought just creeped in is completely alien to you. In fact, it feels alien. It feels like it's not your thought. It feels like it's someone else's. It feels like it's a notion that you should not have. After all, what evidence do you have that your friends are insane other than maybe yelling at things that are not there? That's... That's evidence. Maybe acts of insanity, like walking inside danger or into danger almost by themselves? Or maybe even save all of those people. Why? For what reason? What, why would they? Leaving G in the port? Barely even taking notice of his absence. Do you think perhaps all of you are going insane. And as you look upon the skies, ready to go below deck, there's this flash of lightning. <laughs> but it's not quite as lightning should be. It's more of a flash of blue. It's not sharp like lightning. It's a crack in glass, but it's faster. It's, it's curvier. And where that blue flash passed, 
there's now nothing but darkness. Like the stars themselves were deleted. Absorbed into something that you can't quite fathom. Like a brush dipped in black paint just struck across the sky. And where that flash of lightning passed, there's just the absence of light. <clears throat> and all of your eyes are drawn into it. And there's just this deep longing to be free, to be more. Can I try to cast Bless? <laughs> you sure can. You succeed, I will say, in blessing your friends. What do you say as you're blessing them in this moment? Oh, so we're all together? We're all... Yes, you're all above deck together. Is it just us or the crew might as well? There are a few of the, the deckhands still, you know, like, kind of like the night shift crew, getting everything ready before um, people go to sleep. How many would they be? Oh, uh, just just the deckhands without like the main crew. There are about, uh, I would say at this moment, seven people, just the deckhands, plus I would say four more of, you know, first mate, the captain, um, and maybe... Uh, maybe even the cook would be at, uh, up at this time, uh, up there, you know, kind of talking to the captain. Okay. Then um, I want to uh, cast Bless at level 4. To I'll bless um, me, uh, the three Veloxmores members, and uh, the nearest crewmates that I can see. Got it. I can I can make it if, if you would like. I can allow you to bless the captain. Uh, and one of the the regular crewmates, if you want. Yeah, so yeah, and also some of the regular guys. Target. Yes, yes, please. Understood. Is is the darkness like in front of us or right above us? Above you. Um, can I like start playing my my lute? You can. Uh, I'm gonna play the song that I keep chasing, and right. I'm gonna try without uh, do like a counter charm, so no people have advantage on. Uh, Rights and charm against against them. You play the song, and Emily, you have never felt your fingers as unsure as they are in this moment. And there is there is something that this chill in the back of your spine that comes from. It seems to increase the further away you are from land, the further away you are from Ibsen, the closer you are to where you need to be. You weren't chased. Not while you were in Sogok. Nobody chased after you. There had been no eyes on you other than the eyes of maybe the Abyssal Cult, maybe Callisto. But now... Something has taken notice of you, and you have taken notice of it, but it has been with you ever since you were born. Maybe Violet, when she was little, afraid to leave the house without her father in the streets of Vulcan. That feeling. Emily, that big brute in the bar that talked really, really poorly to your mother. His aggressiveness, your mother's fear in her face that fear has drowned your brother leaving to sea 
and what could happen to him. It's that fear. And Vesper, the fear of staying in the same place, of being eaten by a creature that can't even think, it's that same fear there. The ship rocks. As you... The, the ship almost tumbles to... to and completely... Excuse, excuse me. Capsizes to one side. It's one side. It capsizes to the other. And then... You see the, the, the captain... All hands on deck! All hands on deck! Yelling out, trying to figure out what's happening. What do you guys do? Get my staff ready. Uh, and I try to grab onto like Emily and Violet to try to hold them up <laughs> so that we don't get knocked over by the ship going. I immediately try to get on my feet, like stabilize myself and go to the edge of uh, right. of the ship while um while stabilizing myself along the way on uh you know on, on objects Ropes along the way to try to yeah. see yeah, yeah, yeah to see <laughs> to see what's going on, like if it, what's going on Got next it. to the ship. Um, I'll try, I'll break free from Vesper, and I'll say, yeah. sorry, I gotta see this. And I'll go... <laughs> going like this. It's so funny, because you always She's do that, She's so honey. sure-footed. The, Mizzy does that in real life. Like, that's... That's, that's, that's how Mizzy. she walks? Yeah, that's the Mizzy run. <laughs> I'll just go uh, near the, the side the of the boat. ship. Yeah, yeah. I'll just hold on very safely and try to see what the fuck was that. Emily. Uh, I'll, I'm holding to You're, Violet. Uh, Violet are, you, Vesper. are you continuing the counter charm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Well, Violet. Supporting her. <laughs> Your dark vision doesn't let you see underwater. But okay. there is this that sense of fear is getting stronger. It's getting stronger. It's There's something there. You know there's something there. And then, breaking out of the water, slamming close to you, a gargantuan whale. Oh! The, scales, the scales of a dragon across oh its head. You had never seen a whale, but there is something strange about this whale. Where the eyes should be. There is a vacant, bleeding hole as the whale slams back into the sea and beneath the water. And I'm gonna need you, my friends, to roll initiative for the scale whale fight. The color you see on the whale is blue. The scales that the whale has are blue. Do uh, you take your own conclusions of that? <laughs> so, let's see this. It is impressive how you <laughs> rolled that, and we were just saying that, or, or well, Mizzy was saying that you wanted that encounter to happen. Um, yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, initiative, initiative, initiative. I'm going to roll for the crew. Uh, but the cr what the, the crew's actions are going to be, they are going to be ship actions. Uh, meaning they are going to <coughs> man the harpoons and cannons. 
uh, and they will act if you would like upon your command. If you want them to harpoon the whale or fire the cannon, I will ask you. Uh, okay. But they are going to be manning harpoons and cans, and we're going to do their turn like that, all right? So they rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ship's turn is going to be two. All right. Top of the round. Uh, oh, I need to... I'll roll for the scale within a while. So Emily is going first. <laughs> no, I'm going first. Oh, ho -ho. I rolled a natural 20 for a total of 24. Oh, damn. <laughs> Violet. Violet first. Emily was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, still Bitches. second, it's pretty good. Emily has plus five to dex. To initiative, I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right, Emily. Vesper. Poor Hasra. <laughs> yep. I got a, I got a three. Covering the tail end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, 24 on Violet, 23 Emily, 17 Vesper, <clears throat> Hasral three, and the ship a two. Now for the scale whale. All right. <coughs> so mm. <laughs> top of the round let me change this into the battle guys um just just one thing before this encounter uh always remind yourselves okay I don't want you guys to think that this is like advice that I'm giving to you. It's really not advice on what you should be doing, okay? That's not what I mean. I just want to remind you that should situations get dire, you can always run, okay? I just want to remind you going forward because I forgot to say that last time and I should have. Yeah. Uh, so if shit gets real, don't forget you can run. Um, all right, so top of the round. Uh, I'm going to put the, the whale... Uh, for you guys on the the place where it was last seen. I would like you guys to arrange yourselves where you would be on the ship if you could Okay uh, Where's where's the the stairs of the ship? Uh, the stair the stairs you see that that, that, central, that central trap door. We're gonna consider yeah. that the the stairs Okay, okay, that will be open. So I would be like near Holy shit, it's huge <laughs> where, where did we spawn exactly? Where, where, where were we? Like I went to a side. You can, you like, can decide. Like were we here? Yeah, you can decide where, where you are. I just want you guys. to No, decide but were we on top or were we here? Like when we exited the deck, the, uh, to the deck. I mean. No, you were guys were already above deck. So you, you, you can decide above deck wherever you guys would be. And also, you are under the effects of bless, all of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So remind yourselves of that. Uh, the place where the, the whale is, you can't see it right now, but that was the last place where it was. Okay? Okay. okay. All right. So, top of the round, uh, Violet, it's your turn. Okay, I instantly yell, men, prepare the cannons, harpoons, everyone, it's a fucking scale whale! Oi, <laughs> <laughs> <aye>, Violet! <laughs> Damn, I didn't and... know she was a sailor. <laughs> I actually has you don't, you don't know impressed. my background. I, I see in my head like Hajdral approves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I instantly grab one of the cannons since I'm next to it to it. Um and I hold my action until I see the, the whale and shoot one of the cannons. Oh you're gonna hold to actually shoot on, on the cannons. Okay, so yeah. you have you're gonna have to load up 
the cannon. Okay. Um, can can that be a bonus action? Uh, <laughs> no, it can't. <laughs> Loading the cannon okay. is an action. The cannons are supposed to be manned by two people. Um, okay. So then, then I'll load the cannon. All right, got it. So you're gonna roll. Uh, you're gonna roll. <laughs> no, you don't want to roll the cannon. That's not what you want to do. Um, all right. Loading the cannon for your action. Anything you you're doing with your bonus? With my boner. Um... <laughs> I. Oh wait! No, I Nick's can't. Face. <laughs> can I? I was prepared. I, can I do action surge and hold it? Oh, is uh, that possible? No. no. no, no. You can't. I'm so okay, sorry. Okay, okay. I'm so sorry. I would not say. But That's you can fine, action fine. surge load and then action your. Now that would get too weird. That's the yeah, same thing. Yeah, because I can't see it. Uh, only yeah, yeah, I can yeah, yeah, shoot yeah, yeah, only yeah, yeah, when yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to stay put. Got it. And just wait. So that cannon right there loaded. Um, all right. So after that, Emily, it's your turn. Uh, so I'm gonna hold um, my reaction, my action. Yeah. Uh, with I think I'm gonna use heat metal. Can okay. I do this like? Uh, I'll cast it as soon as either uh, Violet shoots the cannon, so I'll cast it on uh, the ball. Okay. Or one of the harpoons that someone throws. Um, tell me something, is the, uh, is heat metal a touch spell or not? Uh... I don't think it is, I'm just confirming. How do it's I... ranged, right? That You have a range for it. It is range, yeah, 60 feet. All right, so that's yeah. perfect. You can per you yeah. can do that as soon as the cannonball. It's gonna be tricky, but since you're holding for it, you're waiting for. It, I'm gonna say you can. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be able to do it. Um, as soon as a, a harpoon or a cannonball exits you, yeah, heat, heat metal it to boost the damage, right? Yeah, She's exactly. Preheating the oven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so that's your turn, right, Emily? Mm -hmm. All right, <clears throat> Vesper, it's yours now. Okie dokie. Uh, ba 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 ba. We can't see it right now, right? You can't it's see underwater. it right now. That was like the last moment where it, it breached and then went beneath the water. Okay. Uh, you surmise by could... the size of it that you saw that this probably isn't a good idea to jump in. <laughs> this is yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big boy. I don't want to get eaten. <laughs> uh, I will. I guess I'll hold my action. I'll just hold in case I see it pop up and then I can fling my shotguns at it. <laughs> Got it. Fair enough. As soon as it pops up, you're ready, so you're at the edge of the boat holding yep. on to it to whack it with your... Yep. Very well. Alright. So. <clears throat> you all man your posts. And there's a moment... Uh, I'm gonna move, if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna move the this guy back up here. He would be up here. I'm gonna move some of the crew here to manning some of the... Oh, wait. I'm gonna move the boat slightly just so I can do this. Don't worry. You're all fine. Wait, where did she go? <laughs> she, she's still there. Yeah, she, she's there, but uh, underneath the, the boat. <laughs> she wait, doesn't I'll just, have the... Yeah, I'll the... just do this. I'll just do this. Okay. We'll man this one and this one. I'm gonna call um, guys that... Up here at the front, you have the two harpoons, one on each side okay. at the front, all right? And then on the side, you have the cannons. 
In that moment where everybody's manning their posts and just waiting, there's this, this just deafening silence. And there's this something at the edges of it, like static, just building up, building up. And then, as you're just waiting, expecting to see this creature burst out of the water. The ship rocks again. The ship rocks again. This enormous gargantuan mouth comes up from here on the side, trying to chomp down the front of the ship. Oh shit. You guys all held actions. We have a cannonball ready to get fired. We have, uh, I'm gonna say, one of the crew members, I'm gonna say, for the purposes of uh, making this easier, one of the crew members, maybe not this one, this one was there, maybe this one, was already near you, Violet, to fire one of the cannons. So I'm gonna say, at the moment that this mouth opens up into the ship, because of your held action here, or because of your action in loading the cannon, I'm gonna say you can fire at it. Yeah. Let's roll a d20 for me, please. <laughs> and you're going to add plus six to it. Uh, 18. 18, that is going to hit. I am going to need you to roll 8d10. Holy shit. Plus heat metal. How much damage does she add? Uh, so I'll I'll cast it now. I'm gonna cast it at uh, fifth level, and it will be a two d eight fire damage. All right. So eight d ten plus two d eight. You can roll the two d eight, Emily. <laughs> it already rolled in the um, in the in the spell, the fire oh, damage. Did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, it did. 25. It did. Sorry. Yeah. 25. You're casting it at 5th so, level. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So 25 plus 44. It's a, wow. It's a big beast, so... <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, so that is 44 plus 25. Uh, we're going to call... Was that 69 damage? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Your nice. first hit of the campaign is 69 damage. <laughs> I mean, not the campaign, the coming back. Oh. <laughs> of the camp uh, of the year. The, the first hit of, of the year. year is 69 damage. That's Start prophetic. Off right. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. prophetic almost. Give me just a it's moment. It's die instantly. <laughs> no. Um... Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, come on, He's man. funny. <laughs> so as the mouth goes to chomp on the front of the ship the cannon fires and hits it to the side and you see the creature um, shake from it but the, the mouth still falls down and chomps onto the ship let's see um, how big of a hit this is that is a so 
21 to hit. Let me see if that hits the AC of the ship. Um, ship's AC is 17, so that is going to hit. Um, now, for the damage of this, this is going to be a lot of dice. I got to roll 10d10. Fifty-eight. <laughs> so, just a moment. I'm so sorry. This is a lot. There's a lot of number here. No, um, take your time. <laughs> You're fine. I just, I just want to make sure this is right. And we'll get back into the game. Okay. As the mouth chomps down onto the the ship. It crushes almost the entire front of the ship and rips out wood. The harp, the man holding the harpoon, barely hanging onto the harpoon before it, it falls down into the sea and managing to hold it, hold it into the ship. The ship rocks to the side. I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw for me to see if you can hold your footing. At this distance, Vesper, they are too far away for you to hit with a chakram, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Just making sure. Yep. 23. 22. Okay. 12. 16. And 16. Hajdral. At the rocking of the ship, curiously enough, you being the, the, the actual sailor here, you lose your footing and you fall prone um, as the ship rocks and is almost pushed forward. As it spent its movement to give you a few knocks on the hull, on the hull it is going to stay there, removing that chunk, uh, and for that round, not move there. As you look upon the eyes of this creature, in that moment that the turn is happening, that fear gets more and more and more and more intense. Oh, also, since we're going to make a saving throw now, I'd like to remind you, you guys have an extra d4 from Bless to this nice. saving throw. So, Hajral, you can add a d4. You might save. You might make the save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. DC is 15. Three. So it's a you 15. Make the save. Nice. You make the save. <laughs> All right. But the eye is unnatural. It, it, there's something inside you that is... You want to run from it. I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. This is a frightened effect due to the counter charm, which you are still maintaining, right? I believe. Uh, I don't think I can know. Oh, you used the, I, you used your action for yeah, holding yeah. deep metal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still an extra D four. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving yep. throw with an extra D four. Uh, <laughs> Nine. Nine. Okay. Failure. Seven, Seventeen. Success. Ten. Failure. Hazral. Uh, the. Uh, 21. Success. Emily and Vesper. Emily, at, at just the end of that eye, of that black oozing eye, there's that flash of blue, and then your mind, your whole vision, sees that one eye that you've seen in your dreams multiple times with the shriek accompanying, accompanying it, piercing your ears, and you want to run desperately from it. You are frightened by this creature. Vesper, 
in that blackness. Your mind wants to jump into it. And your eyes accompany your mind as it... As you touch that darkness, you see in it falling. G. <laughs> Hopeless. His, his skin pale, his eyes bleeding, taken away from its sockets. You are frightened of this creature as well. And you cannot, the effects of, at the effects of frightened, I will tell you, I will inform you guys what they are. So that it is, um, oh, sorry. I don't know why I just said sorry to my own keyboard, but I did. <laughs> um, That's very polite of you. <laughs> You have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of your fear is within line of sight. And you cannot move closer to this creature. Alright, so you must stay at the distance which you are. Alright. In this moment, that is the end of the Scale Whale's turn. Hashdrow, it's yours. Yes, Emily. I just want to ask if the ball from the cannon is attached yeah. to the whale, or if it's bounced off. It bounced kind of. off, but it damaged the scales. Okay. Okay. So, like, the heat metal would not do more it, damage. Right. It did yeah. not. It did. It dealt more it damage, but yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, wouldn't yeah. stay there yeah, to yeah, deal yeah, more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually interesting because, I mean, you've heard of whales, but this hide is definitely tougher than a regular whale. So it, it will bounce off. And that will... That makes you question. How do they harpoon these whales? Where? Alright. Let's move into Hajral's turn. Um, am I in range for, for one of their harpoons? You'd have to run to the um, the bow of the ship in order to, to reach one of the harpoons. There's one, uh, one on the, the left here and one here on the right. Uh, which one of the crew members uh, was in the process. It hasn't been their turn yet, uh, but he's in the process of placing the, the harpoon in into the, the, the ballista that fires it. Okay. Um... As you might imagine, imagine, it's dangerous having loaded harpoons in a ship, um, you know, in, in case that something happens and then it just fires and kills someone. So they are not preloaded. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is, um, to to talk, I would have to. I mean, I'm not. I'm not even gonna talk. I guess it's fine. Um, There's no silence this time, so you can talk. <laughs> yeah, I can, but it, it's it's fine, I guess. Yeah, I'd like to see you silence my whale now, Emily. <laughs> I can try. Okay. Um, but then you wouldn't hear my amazing whale noises. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> All right, Hazrael. Okay, what I'll do is I I just realized that I don't have any spells. I mean, I don't even know if I could if I could help the that uh, status effect, but I just realized I don't have restoration. Whoops. Um, <laughs> it's fine. So. I will. We're doomed. <laughs> I will. Is that one choice? <laughs> okay, I'll cast at level. Uh, what level? Oh, this is level four. Okay, I'll. I'm gonna cast. Um, 
ice storm on the whale. Wow. All right. Uh, could you tell me the, the size of the spell, please? The size, uh, it's 350 range and it's a cylinder of 20 feet. 20 foot cylinder. Allow me to do that. Uh, okay. 20 foot cylinder. Let me move that. That is for, 40 foot high, 20 foot radius, 40 foot high. You can, you can fully encompass the whale on it if you'd like. Epic. Then yeah, I will. <laughs> I shall. All right. Let's do Sublime. it. All right. Um, so, so I will, um, uh, as I see the whale, uh, tromping at the, at the ship, I'll grab my hands together like so, and then pull them away together, uh, revealing this, um, this magic, uh, this type of magic, this type of like aura that, uh, is not a known as I've used before the power yeah. of Dalgar. And then I'll twist it and I'll sort of push it away and create an ice storm over the whale that will hail down um, these these ice bonds over it. Yeah, all right. So, as, as the, the ice begins to, to, to land on top of the whale, the water is still peeling, that, that's still peeling off of her or, or kind of draining away from the top of the whale <coughs> back into the seas, freezes on her and freezes onto the surface of the ocean, creating these like small glaciers that are kind of keeping her there for that moment. Since it's such a huge area, um, does the ice storm deal damage in this moment? Do I have to make a saving throw or so? Um... It uh, uh, it must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 46 cold damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Very well. Uh, so dexterity saving throw, and it doesn't have a big bonus to, to dex. It doesn't have a bonus at all. I rolled a 13. So that's a failure, I believe. Yeah, it's a failure. It has to make a 16. So right, it so... will take uh, 14 bludgeoning damage and 19 cold damage. Very well, very well. Cool. For a total of 33, I believe, right? Correct, yes. Okay, so... Very well. Also, as you notice that the freezing of the water, the whale, for just this turn at least, cannot move or react to dodge your things. So whoever has the opportunity to make an attack roll against it, I will consider it restrained so that you may have advantage on that attack roll. All right, melee attack roll, range attack roll, spell attack roll, whichever one you'll have advantage on it. Uh, as the creature is stuck uh, inside of that uh, of that glacier created by the ice storm. Excellent usage there. Hazrael, would you like to move? Um, yeah, I will move over here, uh, walk my 25 feet. Very well. Uh, or actually 30 feet um, to stay here like next to the whale as close as possible. Also, the spell says hailstones turn the storm's area of effect into difficult terrain until the end of your next turn. This doesn't really... Is this the 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 block that you were saying that exactly. she's suffering like the freezing? Exactly. Okay. Uh, since since I am upping this from uh, being difficult terrain to actually restraining her because it's ice and although the the sea is moving, as you guys know, turns are only like six seconds. 
Um, and I'm gonna say that your spell for the duration of you casting it and the, the hail falling down, you actually managed to restrain her there. Because uh, I feel like casting Ice Storm in the sea uh, and against the sea creature is kind of cool. So I'm gonna, we're gonna go with that, uh, with that bonus there. You notice, however, Hashral, that even as the hail falls down on this creature, even as its hide is stabbed, it barely shakes at your hit. <laughs> As to be expected. This thing is tough. Hazrael is tough as anything you've ever seen in the seas. And you know that those eyes are not natural. You know that there's yep. something wrong with it. All right, Hazrael, end of your turn, correct? Yes. Ship's turn. So, uh... First of all, it sells heals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it consumes no, a potion. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> what the ship's gonna do, guys? This is gonna be messed up for you. Okay, so I'm gonna need your cooperation to move your characters accordingly. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. I'm gonna. The oh. ship is gonna roll. Oh my god. <laughs> like that and move slightly forward. So if you guys could could put yourselves in your positions once again, I would appreciate that. So that would be. I think oh, it whoops. was around there. <laughs> All right, so I'm like here. Is this acceptable here? Yeah, I guess yeah, it yeah. Is. It's acceptable. It's perfect, actually. Right, I'm gonna move that there. So the ship is turning in order for the cannons to face the the whale properly in that moment. Um, Violet, the crewmate next to you is going to load up your cannon. This crewmate is going to be come here and load up another cannon. The guy next to you, Hazrael loaded the harpoon and these two are loading the these two cannons there so right now there are one two three four cannons loaded and there is one harpoon loaded all right so i'm gonna take note of that if some somebody else could there are four cannons loaded and one harpoon all right so That's going to be the end of the ship's turn. We're going back to the top of the round here. Violet, it's your turn. I've never seen a scale wheel before, but that thing doesn't look normal. Captain <laughs> Nazdral, maybe prepare to flee if we can't defeat that thing. Um, and I'll just ask the DM. Mm. Would I be able to throw dynamite at it? Would I have the strength? Uh, it's risky it's it might be easy for you to you know with even the waves and and like the 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 ice storm that is currently now in that region it might be hard for you to throw it all that way without hitting the water and the fuse um mm. being drowned uh so it's probably safer you have a, uh, to fire a cannon if you'd like to go for something explosive yeah, I'm. I'm. I might be able to do both because of action surge. Yes, you. You could exactly, but I. I think that the dynamite throw might be a little bit risky. You okay. might. You might have to roll for it. Uh, I. I think I'm going to take a shot. And I will fire dynamite? the cannon. Mm -hmm. I will fire the cannon, action surge, and throw the dynamite, and try to reach. It's face. All right. Um, I need you, please, if you could, to roll a d20 at advantage this time. This one is for the cannon. The, the cannon, right. yes. Advantage because it is restrained. 
Um, I need to roll d20 and add plus six to it. Add advantage. Oh, I'll just roll here. Add advantage. Add advantage. <laughs> I should have rolled there. Uh, <laughs> it's a four and a five. <laughs> the cannon fires off into the distance as Violet is the one aiming it. And in that moment, you realize, Violet, it's not as easy as it looks to, to aim a cannon on a ship and you don't have that much experience. Uh, but as the, the, um, you follow the cannonball and it's drifting away, your vision is almost drifting away with it and into the eyes of this creature. It's not, it's, it's not natural for a creature to get hit by a cannon shot and not move, to, to be taken by this cold um, storm and not react to it. It's not natural. There's something else here and your fist starts burning. Oh shit. Uh, okay, I will action surge. Action surge. This is the universal gesture for action surge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me something. You said you said that, uh, that Vesper felt like she she wanted to jump. Yeah, uh, but this was specifically the effect of the frighten in her. It's, it was seeing okay. G falling and her wanting to jump after him and not being able to. Okay. Okay. So if I look at her. She is not trying to jump off. Uh, no, not at the moment. She can't. Okay. <laughs> she can't because she, she would be getting closer to the creature and she's frightened. Yeah. So she okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. And I will. Uh, Her I will face is throw... looking very weird, though. She's not. If if the pink lizard folk could look very pale, it would be the, it would be now. You see her gripping really tight under the railing, like claws are digging into it. <laughs> okay, so I'll try to throw the dynamite. All right. I'll do like um, I know sort of the, the time of the dynamite since I've seen a Vesper use it uh, <laughs> and I will try to time uh, the dynamite so it doesn't fall to the water and explode in front of the face okay um, then if you would agree to this I would I would like you to do two checks so the first check is going to evaluate your strength so to see if you can throw it as far the second check is going to evaluate your timing to see if you throw it in the right timing all right okay so for the first check let's roll <clears throat> i will give you straight strength or athletics athletics please okay um 22 that's really good okay that's and now let's evaluate your timing. This is going to be an intelligence roll. Intelligence? Intelligence. Mm. She feels blessed. Wait, wait, wait a moment. Wait a moment. Before you roll, let's set the DC for this, okay? Okay. High pressure situation. Your friends are scared. You almost... You felt the drag from this creature. It is a massive gargantuan scale whale. I'm going to set the, the difficulty class for this at... 16. This is a high pressure situation, all right? Intelligence check, difficulty class 16. Do I, do I have the d4? Uh no, it's oh, attack rolls and saving throws. Okay, I will I will roll on the thing. Okay. 17. All right, 17 is see on the on the DND beyond, beyond because yeah, it doesn't show connected. it doesn't show here for some reason on It's not connected, I don't know why. All right, whatever. Doesn't matter. 17. So, you crack the fuse, 
you throw it at the, the moment you believe is the right for, for the timing. This one, you, you actually have to cut the fuse a little bit because the fuses were quite long. You cut it a little bit at the timing that you think is right. You throw it. And as the, the dynamite floats in the air for that moment, you just see the dynamite. And the this giant explosion in the face of that uh, of the creature. I'm gonna oh, yeah. need you to roll. Do you guys have the damage? Uh, somewhere noted. I think Vesper uh, had it. I think so, yeah. I think Vesper Give had the damage. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so sorry, but I really forgotten to, to note this. No, it's okay. I know I have it somewhere. Uh, da, 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 da. I have it somewhere deep buried in the notes. I don't know, and it would take me longer to go get it. I have the 1d10 fire damage, and right, then I that, think it's bludgeoning the after that, bludgeoning right? part. Yeah, uh, it is. I'm gonna say we're gonna do 3d6 bludgeoning. 3d6. There we go. 1d10 <laughs> fire, 3d6 bludgeoning, please, Violet, if you could roll. 1d10. Okay, five. Five fire. Five fire. Uh, 3D what? 3D6. 3D6. Uh, eight. Eight bludgeoning. Eight, eight bludgeoning, all right. Fair enough. As the explosion. Um, yeah, and uh, like the, the 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 fire and the smoke settle around it. You see some of the ice crack and 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 loosen from the ice storm. And although the creature's side is singed, it doesn't reel in pain. It doesn't take note of what you just did. It's just there still. It's always there. It's always been there, that fear, hasn't it, Violet? The fear that you lose, Ketri. It's what got you to move out of Vulcan right in this past few weeks, isn't it? The fear that you lose grime, even? The fear that you lose everything you have, everything you own, for this thing that you don't understand. And this whale is just there, just like that fear. And for that moment, as your fist is burning now, aching to find a mark, you almost swear that the whale grows just a little bit in size, just a few five feet, maybe. Maybe the eye is wider now, because your fear is growing too. All right, Violet. Do you want to move? <laughs> do I want to move? I don't think so. I'm going to stay here. All right. Very well. The end of Violet's turn. Emily, frightened, as you know. Mm-hmm. There's two things I want to do, but I think I'll save one of them for my next turn. 
if I don't die. Um, <laughs> Save one for next game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll. Um, okay, first I'll um, do some bardic inspiration. Right. Uh, to Vesper. Right. Vesper, you have the D10, right? Yes. Uh, Emily, I would like to ask you, knowing this fear that has now taken over you, how is it that you inspire Vesper? Don't listen to it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. I'm trying to like, keep my, my thoughts clear as well. All right. Um, and uh, while I'm doing this, I look at the well, I look at the big eye, and I say, stop staring at me like that, and I cast uh, Blindness. Oh, Ooh. all right, very well. So that's a constitution saving throw, I believe. Yep. All right. In that moment of panic, Emily, you throw out your magic, you yell out your voice, converting into the same spells that you've used. And as as the, the sonic waves almost take material shape and approach the eye and gather around it, trying to close it forcefully, you realize something. I did roll a natural 20, which I rolled just for just for it. This creature has blind sight. It was not being guided by its eyes. But that's not the eye that you really wanted a blind, was it, Emily? That was not the whale's eye that you were aiming for. But that one. That one you can't shake off. That one has looked at you and all your life. Maybe it Maybe it was there when you were a child, too. It's just... It's just that you ignored it. You've always been such a happy gal. You wouldn't let fear get in the way, would you? But it was there. And now it's here. And it's in front of you. And it's getting in the way. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm moving a little bit away from it. Yes, that you may do. Uh, full movement speed if you'd like you can move away from it i'm sorry i just found that so fun it's like traumatizing the person and then is that is that all anything else <laughs> got some fries with that <laughs> hey look you know one thing is what your characters are feeling the other thing is what i feel for you guys right <laughs> all right so emily that's your turn yes we move on to you vesper uh, oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I forgot. Uh, Emily, I at the end of your turn, I would like you to roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh, right. Uh, and 1d4 please too. add a d4 from the bless. Is that exactly. Pause, Jen. Ooh, 16. That Eight. is enough to save from the effect. And as you run away, you manage to, sh to shake off that fear for a moment, to ignore it behind your songs, your humming, your la la lying. La la la. Um, you manage to get rid of that fear. But Vesper, you haven't yet. And it's your turn. Can I use Stillness of Mind and 
remove the frighten? Yes, you may. But only okay. on one condition. What? If you describe to me exactly how it is you use your stillness of mind, and where do you go when you think of this? So I'm at the edge of the ship. She's at the edge of the ship, kind of staring down this whale. And she's seeing G. And in the back of her mind, she hears his voice. And she knows, deep in her heart, that he is safe, that he's in Sokuk with Adelphios, and she is going to go back to him. <laughs> and she kind of, like, rips off a few splinters of wood from the, from the railing of the ship and, like, shakes her head. And it's like, no, and just shouts at the whale. <laughs> All right. And um, stillness of mind is not an action nor bonus action. It's, it's just, it just happens, I believe. I think right? it costs an action. Does yeah, it? you can use an action ah, to damn. end one effect on yourself ah. that is causing you to be charmed or frightened. Yeah. Very well, very well. Then you, with your action, manage to release yourself from that. Um, and Vesper, I will add to it. There is a nonsensical train of thought in your head right now that tells you that all of that is a lie. That no, no, there's no way he's going to be safe. You can't be safe. And it doesn't move from there. In this moment, you can shake it off. But that fear is hidden beneath whatever monk focus you managed to gather in this position, whatever will and, and memory of G you managed to convoke to help you here, to conjure up, that fear is still there, and it's looking at you through the eyes of that whale, and it makes you angry that the whale is there. It makes you angry that that fear is there because you're fearless. Look at all that you've done. But did you do it because you're fearless? Or because you were afraid. What else do you want to do, Vesper? Uh, I will move. There's another cannon right here, right? Correct. This where, guy. That, where that individual is, yes. Yeah. Move closer to that one. He was loading it. It would yes, be. It would. Wouldn't be able already. to shoot it though. You wouldn't. Or you would. You would need an action it would be to an do action. it. Correct. Uh. So she will just get ready to load it. She'll look at Violet. And be like. Are you sure that we're going to do this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, but please stop damaging the ship. <laughs> it's already damaged. <laughs> it was just a few splinters. I, I'm gonna mark that the ship lost 0.2 HP from that. <laughs> all right. That, that thing doesn't look normal at all. But it's we, not. We might need to kill it. We, we need. We need to kill it. Alright, so, after Vesper's turn, it's the Scale Whale's turn. There is a moment of pause in this creature. Something that indicates the faintest hint of intelligence behind its actions, a moment of consideration. It vanishes below the sea, breaking the ice easily. Once again, you're left in that uncertainty. 
And there's another thing that builds up in the back of Vesper and Violet's mind. But they are dangerously close to the railings. The creature didn't hit any person. It chomped the ship. Surely you're safe, but maybe you're not. The ship rocks. The ship rocks again. In your mind, you feel uneasy, more, more, more uneasy at each moment. You're afraid that it bites you, but it, it could just not bite you. Why are you afraid of that chance? Why should you think of it now, before it happens? After all, wouldn't that be submitting to that fear? Would that not be doing what that fear wants you to do? And almost as you think of that and you see the image of you being bitten down by this creature it's as if picture perfect from your mind into reality the mouth of the whale opens up in front of you its teeth are not that of a creature that feasts on plankton and on on sardine at the sea these are the teeth of a dragon <laughs> crashes down onto the ship onto both of you oh, fuck. and onto those uh two little individuals there poor sailors this gonna hurt all right so uh for violet that is going to be a 29 to hit and for Vesper, that is going to be a 23 to hit. For the Sailors, that is a 18 to hit on one of them, which hits. And on the other Sailor, that's going to be a 29 to hit as well. All of you are getting hit by this. You are going to take... Fifty-five points of piercing damage. The ship... I forgot the rule to hit the ship. Is a natural 20 for the ship. So oh no. The way... For, for clarity so that you don't... So that you understand why I'm rolling multiple times for each of you. What's happening here is... The whale is biting down, and depending on whether it hits you or not, you are dragged away into its mouth or not. So that's why I'm not using the same roll, because obviously each of you would dodge and move away differently from it. So I'm using different rolls to give you that chance. The ship suffers a natural 20 from the 55, which means it takes... Um, wait, I have to... The ship we takes are swimming. <laughs> the ship takes a hundred and a hundred and one points of damage. That is a big hit. Can Dalgar 
uh, save our ship. <laughs> if there was ever a moment, this might be it. So, to clarify once again, the, the whale gets close up in here, into melee range would be here. Bites onto the ship, and as you guys take the 55 points of piercing damage, it drags two, I'm gonna say three of those cannons on that side. It drags them away with it, as well as a piece of the hull. And it drags away all four of the people that were in there into its mouth. Immediately, the two sailors die. You see, oh no. you see their bodies, their bodies pierced completely by the, the teeth and they're just impaled on him. Arms kind of pierced by the, 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 one, of, one of the teeth. Their one of them has their head completely crushed and deleted off of his body. As you guys, it scrapes onto you. The, you, you feel the teeth bite onto your shoulders, but you manage to squeeze out of it, but you're dodging inside of its mouth and it drags, drags you inside and swallows it. As a reaction, can I counter-strike? Or try to you, hit like the inside of... You can try to break off one of the teeth if you want to. It's oh, what's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what's at, at reach right now in that moment. You can sure use your combo dice to, to counter-strike here. Uh, I can use the d4, right? Mm -hmm. For attack. You are still blessed, yes. Um, Hasdral has not lost concentration, he's fine. Natural one. <laughs> oh, God. You, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you punch the tooth immediately to, to break yourself off. You know, actually hurt your hand. I break but, my arm. But nah, you, you die. No. <laughs> you, rea you, realize, you realize something. A sperm whale's teeth are about... The biggest ones can almost reach 30 centimeters, but they're on average 20 centimeters. That's about this size of tooth. The teeth of this creature is about the size of a man. Holy shit. <laughs> you are inside its mouth. Give me just one moment to see some calculations. All right, very well. So, the creature is going to stay there, there as it used its movement once again to bump into the ship and rocket. Hasdrel, you have just seen a chunk of the ship be removed by the scale whale. What do you do? Well, I can't see them inside the whale's mouth, right? Not right now. Then uh, I'm going to cast heal on the ship. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Ship's well, looking rough. Still salvageable the, at this moment but looking rough the harpoon is um the harpoon is uh loaded loaded right yes it is okay to talk i need to use an action right or not really depends on what you want to say buddy okay i just want to turn i wanted to turn to the crewmate and tell him to fire at will got it the harpoon because he probably knows how to handle the harpoon for sperm wolves better than me anyway Correct. For sp for scale will, sorry, not yeah. sperm will. Um, so, what I will do then is I will I'm gonna cast I'm gonna cast guiding bolt on second level on uh on the whale, 
and try to aim for like its uh, its eye if it's worth anything. Very well, very well. All right. Um, uh, as you know, the whale is no longer restrained uh, by your by your eyes; it breaks free quite easily. So it, it is going to be a regular roll. You are still blessed. I think yeah. you cast you 1D4. cast it on yourself as well. Yeah. So. Uh, the 1d4 from Bless is gonna be a 4, okay. You and son of a bitch! <laughs> the level 2 Guiding Bolt... Uh, it's 21, right? 21. The, okay, 21, so 25. 25 points of damage, alright. Uh, let me see. No, isn't that... No, that's the, the roll to, to hit. hit. Yeah, to oh, hit. To, uh, to hit. Yeah, it, 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 hits. Okay. it hits. So that's 18 Radiant Damage that... Um, that uh, with Tempest Judgment's uh, Storm's Radiance, I will convert the Radiant Damage to Lightning Damage. Okay, I'm gonna ask you this question because you might have not... Uh, you, might, um, you might have not heard what I said. I told you, at the beginning of this fight, the whale's scales were blue. Are you still converting it to Lightning oh, Damage? Oh, they're blue. Okay, no, no, okay, then Radiant, Radiant. Alright, very well. Um, just making sure because I knew you, you might have not picked up on that part. So it's a, a total of 18, you said, right? Yeah, 18. Okay, and uh, the next attack roll against it will have advantage as well. Uh, it's 18 plus 4, right? No, 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 the 4 no. is to... Oh, is just for the, just the, the attack roll, yeah. Sorry, sorry. All right, all right. Okay, so 18... Uh, Hajrel. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't say how I would uh, cast a spell. I don't necessarily want to ask you that. I want to ask you a different thing. I want to ask you... What intention are you conveying to your guiding bolt? How so? The, in uh, the intention is to... Do you want to hurt it? Do you want to push it away? Do you want to kill it? What's what's your intention, Hajral? Uh, my intention is to... I would want to drive it away at first, but now that it has, uh, you know, now that it has... Um... My mateys inside its mouth. I yeah. will probably don't want it to flee with it. Uh, so my intention with this action is to guiding bolt to to um, to make a clearer shot for the harpoon. So you so your intention basically is to, to, keep to kill it, there. it. And you want yeah, to keep to, it. Yeah, I want to keep it there. Yeah. Hajral, you are a man of faith, and your god rules over these this place over the sea. Your guiding bolt... It has a, a chance not only to guide your friends' next attack, but it has a chance to guide the creature that you've hit, maybe. The way your magic, the way that this bolt of radiance that a god of peace has given you the ability to produce it doesn't hit it the same way there is although it is strange to see that in a creature like this there is an intense aura of disbelief an intense aura of disproving of who you are not disapproving actually Wanting to negate your existence. When your magic touches this creature and a guiding bolt and the radiance from it is much more intimate to you because 
It's your holy radiance that is in it. It is connected to you deeply. When it touches the creature, your hand from casting it is pulled back. As if this whale in the middle of the Quetzali Ocean, the only thing that it wanted to do was not for you to die, Hashdral, but for you to see that you should die. And you should die here. Because you, whether you'd like to admit it or not, your faith must come from fear. And when that thought pops up in your head and you think of the first, the first time that you've dedicated yourself to this god, you realize that you were afraid. Who wouldn't be in those circumstances, right? You were afraid. So was that the reason? Was that what started it all? Was it your fear that the god used? But your fear does not come from the divine. Your fear comes from your very own mortality. It is intrinsic to you and to your being and to everyone else. And it tempts you at every turn to overtake and overwhelm your faith. And that fear is just this massive lump of scales and fins in the middle of the ocean with its head peeking out, about to go underwater with two people inside of it. That is your fear. Is there anything you'd wish to do with the rest of your turn? Die. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's a lot to unpack. Uh, as those thoughts invade my, my mind, I start to feel a bit, uh, you know, a bit unsynced from reality. I start zoning out a little and I focus on my hands and I try to regain my resolve, calm my mind, take a deep breath. And that's how I end my turn. Very well. Be gone, thoughts. <laughs> um, and the lightsaber <laughs> appears. Uh, anyway, so... Now it's the ship turn. Ship's turn. Hasdral informed the harpoon man to fire the harpoon at the creature, and so he will. Um, I'm gonna do this. Actually, I'm gonna allow, if you guys don't mind, I would allow Mick to make this roll since he commanded the roll. So for the harpoons, yeah, it right. is a plus six as well. Um, I would like you to roll a d20 and add plus six to it. Right, so 8 plus 6, that is a 14. Alright. Would you say that this individual was the guy that you've blessed? Um... I'll allow, <laughs> if you want to... I'll, I'm allowing you to make that decision. If you think that Hajar would have blessed someone else in the ship, that's fine by you. I just want you to do what feels that Hajar would have done. Yeah, I mean, he would if he was close to us, he would have certainly blessed him. Like he, he right. tried to bless everyone. He's close. Very to well. Him. Then let's add a d4 to that. Right. So that's a 16 plus four. That's a 20. It was a 14. A uh, four, well, 14. Sorry, 18. 18. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. 18. I have to check. Give me a moment. It just misses. Oh. Fuck. The harpoon fires off from the ballistic. You actually hear that. Boom. 
of the of the or the twang of the uh, of the 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 ballista fire and as a harpoon it, it feels like a straight shot at the creature's eye but then it dips down and hits below the eye right where one of the dragon scales is and it just peels off of it and immediately you see the the crewmate release the rope and have it fire yes uh, is Guiding this an bolt. attack roll? Exactly. Guiding bolt, advantage! Yeah, you can oh, roll yeah. again. Roll again. Oh, that is true. Well caught. So when, another... you, when you raised your finger, I was like, wait, there's something here. Oh, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so roll another 1d20, right? Yeah, another 1d20. Yeah. 19 is the AC you know now. Okay, that's an 11. I roll bless again, right? You or have to roll this... bless, bless again, yes. So it's a 11, 17 total so far. 11 plus 6, 17. 2, 19. That is just what you need. Oh my fucking god, that's crazy. <laughs> Let's go! That's crazy! Very well done. Alright, uh, I'm gonna need you to roll a 5, 5d10 for me. 5d10. It's a 30. 30 points of damage. Oh. Cool. Uh, so, uh, God. Mathing, wait. Uh, so that's 30 points, right? So... Okay, there we go. As a harpoon hits the eye, having missed in an alternate universe, <laughs> you, see, you see the the crewmate hold on to the harpoon and look onto you. The, the creature is not moving yet, but there's no railing. So what the the um, the crewmate is going to do is he's going to push the harpoon into the the closest railing that he can see so that he can lock it in place. He's going to use his movement to, to push it there. Uh, and, well, I was going to say that one of the crewmates is going to meet him there, but the ones that were closer <laughs> are dead. Uh, <laughs> but the... While under the effect of the harpoon, the, harpoon, the creature has its movement. It, it's kind of, it kind of works as a grapple. But the creature cannot move away from the ship right now. Still, there's no advantage on the attack rolls, but there are two other cannons. No, so three were lost, but there were four loaded. I think there are still two loaded, right? Um, four because cannons loaded, loaded and one yeah. harpoon. It was, the, it was this one here and then this one there where the captain is that were loaded as well. Those two are going to fire at the creature. That is a... God, fuck. It's 14. <laughs> Fires off and... <laughs> Splashes in the water. Next one. That is natural 16 plus six. That is going to hit. Um, does any who wants to roll the who hasn't rolled the damage for a cannon? Emily hasn't, right? And and for Vesper. Cannon, no. Yeah. So let's now it's it's Emily rolls and then it's uh, Vesper rolling for these cannons. So roll eight d10 for me. Eight d10. Eight d10. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven points. Very well. It rocks the creature. There's no sound. There's no intention to run away. No open Not, mouth? No open mouth. <laughs> it, it feels like... It feels like this creature is... It could never be part of the natural order, right? 
It doesn't act like an animal. And yet... What is the most natural feeling that has led to the evolution of all creatures but your fear? Your fear of getting bit by that snake that could poison you. Your fear of going out into the night to hunt. Your fear of bandits hitting you while you're traveling back. Your fear of being hunted like a deer in the woods by the predators that you can't see. So maybe that creature is natural. Maybe it's the very essence of your nature. All right. This is going to be the ship's crew as it noticed that it's missing a chunk and that one of two of the the, the party and two of the crew the crewmates have been swallowed. The ship is not going to be moving. And it's going to drift forward along with the whale. So it's going to maintain position as the whale is carrying the grapple, the harpoon with it. Hajral, you also notice you might need to reinforce this position because this beast could probably tear that harpoon away if nothing else is done. All right? So, the, what the strategy would be here would be to turn the ship in some way or try to guide the whale in some way so that the other harpoon hits it so that you at least have two points. But the captain, having fired the cannon, cannot move the ship this turn. He's not by the helm. The ability to go underwater, as you would know, is still under cooldown as it was not recharged from being used back with the sirens. He cannot uh, go underwater. The other harpoon is on the other side of the ship, is that it? Uh, uh, it's not on the other side of the ship, it's on the other side of the helm, right there, or the bow. Excuse me, right there. Yeah, where okay, I'm so it's on the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Alright, so, ship's turn ends. The captain has is dropping the cannon, moving back to the helm of the ship. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he can have his turn going there. And I'm gonna move a couple, or I'm gonna move this crewmate right around there as he start run, starts running. This one is gonna stay and man the cannon for the next shot. Violet. At the beginning of your turn, you take 10 points of lightning damage as you step on the mouth of this creature on this soft, almost tongue-like, fleshy surface your feet send a jolt up your spine as you see that the tongue being electrified and you notice in this moment something that this creature has not revealed yet but in the darkness you look up and where the little dangly thing in mouths <laughs> is on human mouths the you <laughs> yes you see this sack of glowing blue that's charging with lightning. Your fist is burning. You hear the calling. This is an enemy. What you do with it is must be within your capability. But you also sense an appeasing you says, um, 
almost a doubt, a hint of doubt in the goddess that you follow that transfers to your fist. She is the goddess of nature. This is a whale. Could it be that there is a more forgiving end for a creature like this? You may take your turn. Um, I will, as my bonus action, I will try, try to s swim. I guess. Am I in water? Inside um, it? The you're there is water inside it, but right now there's so much shipwreck and and flesh from its tongue that you you manage to have even ground where to stand, but surrounding it at the edges of the, the jaw, there is water. Okay, so I want to touch the creature. I want to be able to... There's its tongue, or you can, with Vesper's uh, help, maybe, if she would like to help you on her turn, you can probably make the jump above to the gland as well. There's the teeth that you can run into, if you'd like. I, th I thought of going to the gland, but it might zip me. Uh, so, right, I don't know. I'm just saying what what's within yeah. your reach. Okay, I want I want to touch the creature. I try to to kneel and try to touch its its tongue, its tongue, and have my mark touching it. Okay. And say something like, "Please, Meldreff, should I should I kill it? Should I try to break it free? Please help me." Your fist sizzles again and Vesper you see the fist glow with green radiance it's leaning towards aggression okay I punch the tongue <laughs> <laughs> that a girl <laughs> alright uh, go ahead and roll for attacks. Uh, you, unless yeah. I can reach the teeth, so I can break us free. You can reach the teeth if you'd like. I can? Okay. I'll make a jump to the teeth. Uh, if I need to make a jump, I don't know. I'm just imagining like the tongue is moving yeah, like... Yeah, you can <laughs> try know. to jump towards the teeth. <laughs> However you're imagining it is what we're running with. Okay, I'm going with the, with the teeth. Try to break us free. Teeth. Try to break you free. Alright, very well. Just so you know, beyond the teeth there are lips. <laughs> ah, fine, it's fine I'll break your teeth Right, very well, let's go, roll for an attack uh, I'm gonna say, you're inside it But you're hitting the teeth If you were hitting the tongue, I would allow you to roll with advantage But hitting the teeth is something that is hard to break So you're gonna do straight roll Alright um, 13 plus 8 21 uh, 21. That hits. Go ahead Plus and roll damage. Go ahead and roll damage okay. if you want. I, I don't know if this... It's, it's, it's going to do something, but I'll try to add an impact strike. Okay. No, not, not an impact. A knockout. Knockout so strike. I can knock, I can knock out the, the creature. Right, and this add creature... Uh, you will add the damage, but this creature will not suffer the effect because it is gargantuan. It's fine. All right. I would... I expected that. Uh, let me see just the damage of the thing. So first attack, this one. Yes. First attack is... 16. 16. All right. 
Second attack, I'll do the same. And... Uh, 20, 22. 22 to hit? Yes. That hits. And uh, for 6 damage. For 6 points of damage. And third attack. Oh, natural 20! Natural on a tooth! Let's go! On a tooth! <laughs> this one is not so, broken yet, the one you're hitting. Let's see if the natural 20 okay. does it. Let, uh, just tell me, what do I um, double? double? You double everything that is dice rolls. The modifier is what you don't double. Oh, I forgot the modifier for both of them. So it's plus four on each. So plus eight. Plus eight. All right. Okay, so I will double these three. Not, uh, yeah. Not? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. My brain instantly goes there when someone says these. <laughs> uh, 12, 12 plus 16. Okay, so that is a total of 28 damage on just that hit. Plus four. Plus four, so 28, 32 damage on just that hit. Wow. Yes. Um, wow. Hit. <sighs> that is a very big hit. That is a large, an in-charge hit. So, with that final hit, you, you see Vesper, Violet immediately run forward using the shipwreck and the tongue to propel herself forward, jumping with a right hand. And tell me, what is like the what is the combo that you unleash onto the um, onto the teeth, Violet? They're just teeth, so I'll just jump and try to punch <laughs> as hard as I can, just to try to break a three. All right, and what is going on through your mind when you're doing that? Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> <laughs> right. You give off a right hand. Give give your your left hand after as the of the thunder goes into the, the tooth and it cracks. The right hand, when kill comes into your mind, your right hand sizzling, you punch the tooth and lightning cracks into it. And for a moment, on the cracks on the tooth, there's just blue light coming out and the, the tooth shatters in front of you and breaks off at your punch. You've broken off the space for one person to pass through, but there are still the sealed lips ahead that you might either have someone, someone ha might have to open them, right? Or either the yeah. creature or someone else, or you can have to force them open. But at that moment, you've shattered that, and there is... The feeling of quenched thirst in your fist. And in that moment, Violet, a similar thought comes to your mind about Meodrif. Did you make that oath because you really believe in her? Did you make that oath because you were afraid you would lose Ketri? You have dark vision, but the darkness inside of the mouth of this beast is beyond that. It's the darkness of your soul. Being eaten away. It's the poison you've taken. Or the, it's from the lightning zap that you've taken. That's not your lightning. That's... It's... With a... Capital I. Lightning. Is that your turn? 
I try so hard to shake that feelings off. And I I turn to Vesper. It's on you now. Very well. We've got That's this. Awesome. <laughs> you end your turn. All right. Emily. It's your turn now. You have shaken off that fear. You you saw your friends being swallowed by this creature. What are you going to do? Uh, what material are the scales made of? Do I know? Scale. They... <laughs> Trying to, you're trying to ascertain like if they would be of any special like, or if they would be metal, if they would be yeah, like stone, crystal, or metal. Neither. Neither. All these right. scales Thank are you. of a, um, and I can tell you this to the groups of the group may understand. These scales are of a chromatic dragon. Um, scale whales, as you were, you you've figured out in the the, the nature check, are creatures that have drawn power from dragons, and you're not quite sure of the story. I would love to give you more, but I can't right now of where the origin of this whale may be. But uh, from general knowledge, chromatics were not of Ipsa. All right. The continent to which you're nearest right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so right now, there's like... Um a harpoon stuck, stuck to its eye yeah to its eye so since it's metal i'm gonna focus uh, on it with heat metal heat metal perfect and also uh there is a chain that I, I forgot to say this i'm sorry but it's not a rope that is attached to it it's a special chain that seems to be glowing with runes that you're not quite familiar with that is holding there for dear life <laughs> But, um, all right. all right, heat metal. But no one is touching it besides no. the... No, yeah, no, no. just to be sure. I don't want to kill uh, any captains. No, and besides the nature of the, the chain seems magical, so you're not mm -hmm. even sure if the heat metal would affect the, the, the protective the magic that is on it. All right, so I'll cast it on a fourth level. Fourth level heat metal. Oi, okay. Uh, that's a 12. I'll keep concentration on it. Um, Very well. Since the creature is holding or wearing the object, and it's going to take damage, uh, it has to do a constitution, constitution saving throw. All right. Let me see. So constitution. That is a ten. I rolled solo. Uh, so, so that's a failure, right? It's it should be a failure. I can't find it. It's so many numbers. Oh my yeah, god! But yeah, spell save is sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's um. 17. Uh, 17, usually. there you go. Yeah. Uh, so now... Um, it has to drop the object if it can. It can't. It can't. So it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. Fantastic. You see the searing, the, the, the harpoon glow um, with orange light. But there's... A flash of blue in that orange, Emily. This is a battle you're starting to wonder if you can win. Not this whale. The battle that you're about to enter. So, that was 12 points of damage. Yep. 
and I'll keep the concentration. Keeping concentration on it. Very well. Um, Moving it all. And, um, no, I think I'll stay here. I'll just... Um, I'll inspire um, Hajral. Inspire Hajral. Alright, I think he's within range. I'm, we're we're going to say that if you uh, you can move in or forward in range it's, if you're not, then, then move It's like um, 60 feet and it just has to hear me. Yeah, yeah, you're in range, you're in range. What words of inspiration do you bestow upon our cleric? We can get our friends back! <laughs> just say la 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 la! <laughs> Alright, Azrael, you're inspired. D10 to add to ability checks, saving throws, or attack rolls. Vesper, you are still inspired. Remember that. All right, Emily, that's your turn. Yeah. Vesper, you're inside the mouth. You see the same that Violet saw. Violet broke off a tooth. What are you doing to follow that up? Well, since she's trying to get out, Vesper, she'll like, to herself, but also to the whale, be like, you're not going to take anyone from me. And she'll run up to the front by the teeth and basically just try to cut a hole open of the cut into the whale's the mouth lip. the lips yeah. with her claws <laughs> all right very well so um do you want this to be you making the attacks or do you want this to actually be you try to force it open trying to force it open <laughs> okay so if you want to force it open this is going to be a strength check or athletics yeah. check all right <laughs> but there is a twist it is going to be an oh, athletics dear. check versus the whales. Oh no. Athletics. <laughs> if there was ever a moment for divine inspiration to strike Vesper, this might be oh, it. Oh my god. <laughs> that, that's ability check, right, from the whale. Yes. She it can has use... disadvantage. Yeah. Because and of she... my heat metal. Yeah. And she has and I have your my inspiration. One. Yeah. Yeah. So alright. The bard yeah. is trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> it's working! Everything is working! Can it just be a dex check? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not trying to squeeze inside. You want to open it? So here we go. Disadvantage. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. It's not going to work. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Go ahead. An 18 for an athletics with a plus zero is not bad. Hey. It's not bad. 10. Do you want to add the inspiration? Yeah. Yeah. Four. So twenty-two. Twenty-two. <laughs> Vesper, I rolled. Do I still bless? Disadvantage, not on this, not on this. Oh, disadvantage, <laughs> I rolled a sixteen and a seventeen. To its strength, there is a plus seven. No. So that is a twenty-three from her on the sixteen. <sighs> so as you're trying to push it open. It's, you're not sure, you should, you feel like you're strong enough, like you're just at the edge, but there's something stopping you. What if G were there? G would have done it. G would have done it so easily. He would have burst that open. He would have done it. But he's not there. And he could be, he could be there. But he's not. Will you really ever see him again? I will. Right, Vesper. <laughs> that was your action. Um, yeah. Is there... Do you want to move away from the mouth? like, Or, excuse me, deeper inside the mouth? Oh, also, I forgot. You do take... Um, 
I'm so sorry, I forgot about this. Ooh. Uh, eight points of lightning damage from the, the zap inside there. Are you moving away from the uh. mouth? Are you staying close to the mouth? What are you doing? I think sadly she can't move away from the mouth. She has to do it. <laughs> I'm too <laughs> devoted to trying. Oh wait, All right. potions are bonus action if we take yeah. them ourselves, right? They are a bonus okay, action. Okay, I will, I have a greater potion of healing, so I will Gulp it. give that a sipper sippers. That's good. It's good. It's good healing. Um, all right, Vesper. So you're staying put there at the mouth. Yeah. I'm still trying. I'm still trying really hard. <laughs> Very well. It is the whale's turn. You pull and pull and pull at the lips of this creature and you can't open it. Violet is there trying to help you with it. And then something odd happens in that darkness. Your shadows are projected upon the lips of that creature. Your, your shadow is so well-defined that the light behind you must be so intense. And you look back, and that gland, that sack that you saw is glowing and glowing and glowing intense. Suddenly, you sense a shift in gravity. And you, as you're trying to break off the lips, you find yourself suddenly holding on to the lips as... You, the, the mouth kind of starts changing position and outside Emily, Hashdral and the crew see the whale rise, rise up from the water. The lips pull apart and you, Vesper and Violet, holding on to, I'm gonna say the, would you say bottom or top lip? Bottom? <laughs> Sure. Sure. All right. <laughs> As you hold on to the bottom lip, finding footing on one of the, the teeth, one of those that Violet didn't break, you see the night sky, the stars above you. And then you look down and this lightning flies up into the sky. There are two options here. Option number one, you try to avoid part of this lightning by hiding behind one of the teeth, Option, which means you make a saving throw. Option number two, you let yourselves get zapped and you might be projected away from the creature's mouth. <clears throat> I'll allow both of you, Violet and Vesper, to choose. If we are projected, it's... To, to, eat, to what side? We're about to, to find out, aren't we? <laughs> because I'm going to die anyway, so if I'm going to die anyway, uh, I might as well go to the ship. Hey, you have blast for saving throws uh, still. Uh, can I, saving could throw, I try I'm to, to shield die. Violet? Like, put myself between the lightning and her? <laughs> um... 
Like, if I grab her and I take the brunt of it. <laughs> if you're willing to not make the saving throw and tank the full damage of it, I would say you can make her take half of that damage. And she can also make the saving throw to see if she can further have it. I'll do that. We are both projected or not? You are both projected if you do that. Okay. Okay. Is that what you're, you're good doing? With that? I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> going to take full, full, full damage. All right, you know Violet, what? This, I need would you be to best, make... this would be what she would do. <laughs> I need to make a dexterity saving throw. Violet. The, DC you do have I, to, I have the d4, right? You do have the d4. The DC you have to beat here is a 17. Okay. Come on, plus four. Come on. <laughs> I have the... Oh, sorry. Oh. I have the... the oh, for the... Oh, roll again! What was the number, woman? <laughs> it's just a natural 20! Yes! I'm gonna say... Okay, in the natural 20, I'm gonna say... Vesper, a natural 20 is a natural 20. You are allowed the saving throw yourself with also oh. being kicked out. It's a natural 20. I have to reward that. So, God bless. Go ahead Dexterity. and Dexterity. 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 Okay. 17 is what you have to beat. A 15. <laughs> You're blessed. I have a D4. Oh, I'm blessed. That's right. 1d4. I have a d4. 4. Easy <laughs> game. Easy oh, game. Okay. You're going to take oh half God. of the damage. Uh, now, let me roll 12d10. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> Depends on but the But I did it for you. <laughs> Dude, if I I just want you guys to see this spread. <laughs> I just want you guys to see this spread because this is crazy. I'll send I'll send this to um I'll send this to our chat, okay? <laughs> just look at look at how this has been one of the craziest rolls. That is 64 <gasps> lightning damage. Halved that is 32. Uh, uh, Violet, you have it halved again uh, to 16 lightning damage because she is covering for you. So 32 I'm still on you. Alive. 32 on you, Vesper. <laughs> I'm down. And. I tried! <laughs> um, Emily, Hasdral, you see two bodies and a bunch of shipwreck be flung out of the mouth of this creature as. The, the singed and kind of still smoking bodies of Vesper and Violet go up into the sky on that natural 20 I say in the direction of the ship and as they go and crash down onto the deck you take Vesper you're gonna take it because you're the one <laughs> holding on to her <laughs> oh I rolled pretty low you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Slamming onto the, the top of the ship, Vesper and Violet, unconscious. Hashdral. But your, your gaze is directed elsewhere. It's directed towards the skies and towards the stars and where that lightning hit. At the very top, all of the stars are gone. Oh my god. And at the center, you swear to still see a little dot of burning blue. 
that then vanishes. That is going to be the Scale Whale's turn. Hashdral. Your friends are unconscious aboard the ship. At, at its center, I'm going to say for dramatic effect. I'm still holding on to my <laughs> Unconscious holding on to <laughs> Okay, um, do I know how... F- or do I know or have I understood how fast this, the, the scale wheel is? She hasn't moved that much for you to see. <laughs> and I don't know, like... Uh... It would be... Uh... Actually, I, I can check for you. Yeah, convoking your sailor background, it is... It is... Where's the speed? It is faster than the ship. If the ship is not underwater, this is faster than the ship. When the ship activates its, its tail underwater, um, the ship would be faster. But right now, it feels faster than the ship. Okay. Now, Hasdral, you're a smart individual. You've been at sea. But... You don't see signs of pain on the scale whale, but you do. It, for the damage it took, it must be hurt. Uh, okay. So we lost two men. Uh, two people are down on the ship as well. Uh, so is the did the um, a whale just jump? She's still on the other side, right? Yeah, so on the other side, just jumped up and shot lightning up into... Ow. (laughs) Cords hurt me. (laughs) It shot lightning up into the sky. Fuck, man. But you got Um, your two friends unconscious on board the ship. So you said, um... So she must be hurt. Okay. Yeah, if if, uh, the the whale must be hurt. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it took cannonballs, took the harpoon to the eye. It's gotta be hurt, right? Are the cannons like uh, prepared right now, no. or are they? No, no, not. Not, none, none is loaded on this side, and you have lost three of the cannons on this side. Okay, as I sent, as I see this uh, dire situation, uh, is there someone at the at the helm to? Yeah, the to captain is the at ship? the helm to 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 try to rotate and move the ship. Yeah. Okay. Then um. Then I'll, uh, bef- uh, before anything, uh, I'll yell out, Someone help them! And, uh, as soon as, as soon as I say that, I will conjure, uh, control water to try to rotate the ship, like, to redirect the flow of the current, uh, of the sea to try to rotate the ship in a more favorable angle for the harpoon. All right. Hajrel. I need you to make a wisdom check for me, please. And I'm going to give you 18. advantage on this. Okay, advantage. Okay, another yeah. one. 22. If you will allow me to describe this moment, Mick, yes. for you, for, for just a, a moment. You see Hajdral, Emily, Hajdral's face of despair as he looks upon his fallen mates. And then 
him stepping to the towards the rail of the ship with his eyes enlightening and looking up into the sky, grasping at his faith. I want to ask you, before I continue the description, Hajral, the prayer that you wish you in that moment, what what, what feeling is inside you? Um, as my eyes are, are turning to lightning, I will say, with an, an ever-increasing tone, I'll say, Dogar, prove to me that my faith is not in vain. I am not afraid, and I never have been. You are the Lord of the Seas, and I am one with the sea. Guide me, and I will raise my hands. As you raise your hands, the waters <laughs> begin rising around the ship. They form this wall of water that encompasses all of your visions. And as it does, the ship rotates in position. <laughs> We're just sliding across the deck. <laughs> oh yeah, also, uh, this is concentration, so the bless is off. Bless is off. You rotate the ship with such force that the, the magical chain attached to the scale whale throws the body of this huge beast charged by the waters over to the other side Jesus. as the ship rotates with it and the whale is dragged by it through your control water in this moment where you want to show off your faith and it is in this moment where you do that you feel the most powerful you feel you don't feel like the gods need your faith you feel like you need your faith because it is that faith that shies away all fear be it faith in yourself be it faith in whatever it is be it faith in dalgar that shines this bright light over the darkness that is in your mind at that moment it is in a favorable position for the other harpoon and it is still the chain is going the other chain is stretching as far as it can go beneath the ship at this moment as as the the man redirects it so that the ballista is at right at the bow of the ship and the chain doesn't crack part of the ship away all right hajrel that was your action i'm gonna say due to the depth of what you've just done in this crucial moment your turn ends there unless you'd uh, like before to move. I end my turn can i just say something you can of course okay i'll just um i'll just yell out to everyone in the ship man the weapons very well and the and what you say is immediately obeyed you see the man run to the other harpoon and arm it with his action you see one of this indivi these individuals it was already one of the cannons there on that side was already armed he is going to fire off one shot and roll an 11. <laughs> <laughs> off into Damn the it. sea uh the the captain was at the helm of the ship he's going to run and load another cannon the other man is going to run to the other opposite side and load another cannon i'm gonna say at this point the old man has come from the 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 crow the crow's nest come down and armed another cannon as well this turn there are at this moment one two three four cannons armed and one harpoon armed again uh, on this side of the ship this might be just what you need to finish off 
this beast, Hajral, it might just be these last shots. It might just be that what, whatever this creature is can even no longer move after you've done that. All right. That is going to be the ship's turn. I'm going to say that the captain allows the ship to move a little bit. Guys, get ready to grab your characters, please. <laughs> um, allows the ship to move a little bit over there. Oh, look, the other crewmate showed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the it looks exactly like the other one. <laughs> They're twins. They're twins, yeah. All right. Uh, this guy is at the over there at the harpoon. Hajra, I'm going to put you at the harpoon with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So, ship's turn. Violet. You saving are unconscious. Throw. Death saving throw. It's, a, it's only above 10, right? Yeah. Okay, 12. 12 success on Violet. But in that moment of unconsciousness, Violet, oh, not yeah. all is well. <laughs> not all is well for you. There are moments of your life passing through. Those moments are being watched, Violet. Not just by you. They're being watched by that fear. It's like a lens to you. It changes your sight of everything that you've loved. It's no longer Ketri's laughter that you see in those dreams. It's just that you're so scared that you lose it. It's the absence of it that hurts and that you see through the lens. After your turn, Emily, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna cast Healing Word at Violet. At Violet, Healing Word, go right ahead. Can I do a healing phrase? For sure! Alright, I'll cast it on third level uh, and I'll say, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Alright! So Somehow that echo is just what you needed, Violet, and that's uh, 12, 12. Points, 12 points of healing. <gasps> breathe back up. Um, with my bonus action, uh, since I'm keeping concentration on the hit metal, I can... That, uh, the bonus action was the healing word. Is it? Yeah, the healing word is a bonus action spell. It is! No! It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no! Kill her again! <laughs> I'll do it! Make her be dead! Um, and revive. And revive. I'll... Well, I'll do... Let's see if I can do this. How far is the... The, the whale? Um, well, the whale is, I'm gonna say, up until here, 40 feet away from you hitting it, but also remember, you've already cast a spell, so it can only be a cantrip. If you wish yeah. to cast another spell, yeah, um, I'll yeah, of course, I'll I'll do some vicious vicious mockery. How do you make fun of the, the scale whale? It doesn't have to be. You don't have to make fun of uh, of it. You can just say some hateful words towards it if you'd like, as well. Uh, I, I'm gonna say you're actually tiny. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn! What's the saving throw for that? A seventeen. 17 and what He's charisma vicious. or wisdom? Uh, wisdom wisdom uh i rolled a 14 wisdom 
that is a 15. It has a plus one to its wisdom, surprisingly. That fails. Go ahead and uh, roll your damage. Ten. Two. Jesus, that's one strong fucking phrase <laughs> you just popped out there. <laughs> um, all right. Very well. Do you move at all? Uh, no, I like this spot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's comfy. <laughs> Vesper, my friend, you're unconscious. What is it that you do? 13. 13 succeeds. One success for you. And you know just what you see in those moments, don't you, Vesper? G. G's falling into somewhere you can't follow him. G losing his voice. G losing his spirit. The figure you see falling is but a husk of the grandpa you knew. But it's not just him there, is it? It's the other one that you've let die. It's the one of you that, the, the other one that died because you allowed it, because it was your fault, really, wasn't it, Vesper? It must have been. You were the only one that could really fight, that could really know these things. I mean, G is just an old man. I'm sure he's strong and all of that, but you're the only one whose mind is attuned to this. And you let Arthur die. It's a scale wheel's turn. In this turn, the scale whale is going to do nothing. And it's going to remain there. As you see its mouth, its jaw cl slowly closing from the usage of its ability. Lightning zapping in between teeth as it is recharging. So let's see if it does. I won't tell you the result. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hasdral, my friend, it's your turn. Um, I will immediately run towards uh, Vesper, All right. as uh, Violet is now conscious, yes. and um, and I will cast, I will cast heal on her. Okay, this is uh, a big spell. You have full control of what happens here and how you revive her. It's between you and Vesper. Go right ahead. Um, although I have to, I have to, I could um, cast it from a distance. Uh, yeah. Hajdral wants to be there to immediately help with anything, so he moves right next to Vesper. He puts his hands together and he he closes his eyes, starts doing. Um, a prayer in a dragonborn language uh, that um, the Veloxmoors have not heard yet. And as he does, these signs and um, the smell of brine start to emanate specifically from the hands um, where the, the how the spell is being cast. And I will bestow 70 hit points on, uh, on Vesper. On Vesper. And, Vesper, as you wake up from what you were thinking there, in this burst of life, 
It's the first face you see is Hajdral, but your gaze is drawn to Violet as well, and then to Emily. Everybody is still alive. Everybody here. But who knows about the other people? Seer kind of grit her teeth, <laughs> but she looks at Violet specifically. You're okay. <laughs> Very well. You're okay. <laughs> I draw my friend. What else do you do? After I finish casting the, uh, after I finish my my dragonborn my draconic prayer. Wait, well, how's the dragonborn language called? Sorry. It would be they would speak draconic, but in your case, you're actually you might be the only dragonborn in the world that doesn't know draconic. <laughs> I, know I don't know why, oh, I but do. I don't think you have draconic in your languages, do you? Wait, I think I do because I'm a dragonborn. Wait, what the fuck? I don't know. Well, that's awkward then for what I just did. No, let's Wait. say it's a dialect from where you come from, from Forshamir. Oh yeah, that. Okay, fair enough. It's a Wait, how do I? People. Is it's, it racial? Uh, to the left, to the left, you would see languages to the left and um, like to the bottom left corner of your statue. Yeah, it's a uh, racial traits languages. I only know Dwarvish, what the fuck? <laughs> you, you are from... Forshamir is a Dwarven kingdom. Yeah. Hence um. why you know Dwarvish. <laughs> but it's well, fine. You finish le your let's retcon the, the dragon born to Dwarvish, then. Okay, okay. Uh, then. To make more sense, please. Thank you. Okay. Very well, very well. Okay. As I finish the, the Dwarvish prayer, um, I open my eyes, and as soon as I see that, uh, that Vesper is doing okay, I immediately lower my arms and I, I turn towards the man and I yell, broadside, and I end my turn. Very well, using the sailor language. Sailor terms. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay, it's their turn. They're gonna fire the harpoons and cannons. So let's do this. Let them rip. <laughs> First harpoon shot is going to be mix, so Make if you could roll a d20, add plus six to it for the first harpoon shot. Okay. One d20, that's a 17. Plus, plus six, six. Hits. Roll 5d10 okay. for me. Uh, how much? 5d10. 5d10. 29. For this. Um, all right. 29. Very well. That was the first shot. Let's go for another cannon. Let's have Vesper roll a cannon now. Roll a d20, add plus six to it. 18? 18 plus, plus six, plus that six. is going to hit. Roll 8d10. I'm gonna do this one. 8d10, because that's too much math for my brain. Woo, 55. 55. Yeah. Very well done. That was another cannon impacting against its hide. Two more cannons are left, I believe, to be fired. Um, so yes, one, two, three, four. let's go for Emily now. Emily, let's roll an attack for a cannon. 1d20 plus 6. 1d20? 1d20 plus 6. 5 plus 6. Oh my god. Let's... <sighs> it splashes on the wall. Actually, um, wait, the harpoon hit. It's hit by both harpoons, right? Yeah. Um, so, actually, I will have uh, Vesper roll at advantage to see if it's a crit, because it's okay. hit by both harpoons. So roll another d20 for me. 14, it was less. Okay, it's not, not a crit. <laughs> Emily, roll again, another d20 plus 6. Okay. It is hit by both harpoons. I'm... my brain, I'm so sorry. 
There's a lot. Plus six. Fifteen. Sadly, still it still misses. Next one's gonna be Violet. Violet. The bliss. The the cannon is not blessed here. Why not? I and he dropped. He dropped bliss. Oh yeah, he dropped because of the water. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Violet, uh, let's roll another cannon strike. Huh. At advantage. Do, do I have, yeah, okay. Can I just do this? I can, nice. Yay! 20. Plus 6, 20, that hits. It's a 19 AC. Go ahead and roll 8d10 for me. 46. 46. God damn. The cannon shots that hit this creature as it is restrained in place have ripped open a piece of flesh on its hide where it seems to be vulnerable. Your fist, Violet, is sizzling hot now. It's not, it's starting to hurt you. That hole in its hide, in the creature that doesn't move, in the creature that is just there, seems to be a vulnerable spot that is calling you, Violet, Vesper's natural instincts, and Hashdral, a piece of flesh that is corrupted beyond anything that you can imagine. That is the place to strike. That That's like when video games tell you in a tutorial, like, hit here! <laughs> Strike! Here's, here's the glowing weak spot. <laughs> the ship's turn ends. Violet, Emily, and Vesper are next. If you guys want to together combo something, you may do so. You may brainstorm and combo it. Otherwise, you may take your turns, each one at your time. Okay. <laughs> she, the the whale is um is is uh, harpooned. Harpooned, right? Restrained so right now. Every attack advantage. is at advantage. Yeah. I would say we load up the 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 things, the cannons, and shoot it because it's what does more damage. Would we be able or to do that do in a cool single turn, or...? <laughs> uh, you guys, between yourselves, you can load up three cannons. Okay. And but only load up, right? You can only load them up unless one of you loads and then the other one shoots a cannon. And then the other one loads another one. That can also happen. So then it would be, we could load two and shoot two that way, right? If you one can... person loads and one person shoots? You can uh, load one and shoot one. Okay. Or you can load three and give the whale another turn. Your ship is wrecked. Yeah. I want this to be clear. Your ship is not in the best conditions. This How? is why I'm giving so... you a chance to combo something if you want to. Uh, we wouldn't be. We would have to get off of the ship onto the whale to hit that, yes, that portion, it, right? It's possible for you guys to do that. It's within range of you <clears throat> jumping at it from one part of the ship or actually just running. You're a monk, you do that easily, Vesper. Violet, maybe you have some trouble, but running on the chain of the harpoon to reach it. 
so that's possible and emily is here to support you and to help you with whatever you guys want to arrange emily obviously you know you being the spellcaster can combo a bunch of shit off of you surely so up, up to you guys what do you want to do else you're giving the whale another turn kind of want to jump on it <laughs> or do the cool like running on the chain thing and like <laughs> well, i want to jump on it i do but uh, <laughs> uh if we can... could go all out like spend everything <laughs> you will like, each yeah. have your access to your actions and bonus actions obviously and it can all happen at the same moment emily do you have, have a, any a big shit spell like big damage big dick damage uh i mean like i have Shatter, for example, um, it's a, a thunder, thunder spell. That is about Hajral. Besides guiding bolt, do you have anything else that's Hajral not allowed? Move? Not allowed to combo yeah. with oh, you guys. Yeah, he's I'm, not. okay. I'm um, later. He's lower on Are initiative. You have buff. Is that another inspiration? I don't know. And I can sing to inspire you. <laughs> um, I will also say if you'd like to use shatter shatter's a thunder damage right so it's a boom thunder. Yeah. you can I mean this is just my suggestion uh, but if you want I can we can add your, your shatter damage but also use your shatter to like bend the rope so that they're propelled on the chain towards the scale wheel you boom it there, and the, with the, the the bending of the chain, they're kicked off into it. I mean, but that might not go so well. I'm kind of afraid. <laughs> we'll have to figure Bye. out how that goes. But up to you. If, I, you if I only jump to the water and, and get to it, would I be able to? Is it possible? Uh, you can. You have to jump onto it. If you jump to the water and swim to it, it might be a little bit more difficult. You have to actually like. Make the jump toward it, and if you if you're running on the chain, it will be a check. If you're jumping toward it, it will be a check. Um, if Emily helps you, the check might be easier. I just want you guys to figure out something that you all, the the girls here, would like to <laughs> to, to, to to do that is cool, and we'll run with whatever it is you guys you guys have. So if Violet and I. Get on the back of it, however we manage to do that. Yeah. Violet can go ham, like, mega combo, just punching the shit out of it. Three attacks, right? I believe. Yeah. Yep. I could... You Can I use both Death Strike and Sharpen the Blade in the same turn? You want me to check? I can check. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Alright, let me, let me take a look. I know we're going a little bit over time, but this we this this has to happen. We haven't played in two weeks, okay? It's just a f just yeah. a few more moments. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so you said a, a death strike sharpen, and yeah, okay. Sharpen the blade is a bonus action, so I could use that, and then death yeah. strike is on. I can just use it. It just costs exactly. key points. It's when so you I hit a use, target. You can you can yeah. use both. So if I if I do both, I can spend th three key points to get a bonus plus three to each of my rolls. Plus, if I use Death Strike, I get an extra D 1d8. Of damage, right? Of damage, yeah. Yeah. I say we go. 
fuck it, we ball. Fuck it, we ball. Um. Can I only do one thing, or can I do like an action? You can do action, and, bonus action, and, and, and bonus that's action. it. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking of casting Shatter while they're both getting there. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, it would like kind of distract um, the, the, whale? the whale. Okay. Uh, and then they like they attack, and um, actually, I I can't hmm. with Heat Metal. I I can do like the bonus action. To cause again some damage. Mm -hmm. It's not casting the spell again. It's just activating no. the thing again. Exactly, so I can do it. Exactly. Because you're concentrating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think I'll I will do it. I I will do chatter. You two go there. <laughs> All right. Bam bam bam. And while you're bam bam bamming, I'm heat, heat meddling on the the harpoon. Very well. Uh, I just want Violet and, and Vesper here. I want I want you guys to tell me what it is that you're going to do once you get there. Uh, so and then we'll, we'll do an encompassing description of the moment if it all goes well I can then we just I'm just looking really quick and uh, I'll just are you are you running uh, through the chain or are you jumping I want to run on the chain because I think that's cool <laughs> all right <laughs> I won't run on the chain because I have heels and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh, so I will I will jump. You will hero jump off of it. I will hero jump. All right. Do we want to like alternate our hits? Yes. Sure thing. Alternate hits. All right. Very well. So first of all, we're just let's get through with the numbers, okay? And then we'll see what happens. So yes. the shatter. Uh, the at shatter. Which, which level is it? Sixth level. Holy shit, that is Ooh, one loud boom. Big, big, big that is a boom. big boom. Constitution save. Okay, it succeeds, but it still takes half. Yeah. So 29 halved is going to be 14. Okay. That's the shatter. Heat metal. If you could roll the, the triggering of the spell again. Yes. Uh, it was fourth level, so it has to be the same. Number Very well. 16. 16 points. And... Yeah, disadvantage, sorry. right? The disadvantage on... Uh, yeah, but it, it's on its own attack roll, so... Got it. Very well. Yeah. Violet and Vesper? Okay. As a, as a bonus action first, yeah. I will activate... Uh, my my gloves, not gloves. Yeah, your my bracers. thunder and lightning, my bracers. Yeah. Bring the thunder, ride the lightning. So I have uh, doubled movement speed. Got it. And you're going to and... jump on the whale. And I'm a jumping. Uh, I need you to roll for me an acrobatics check. I will give you advantage because of the extra movement speed. You have a lot of uh, of speed to pick up to jump. Go, go ahead, roll acrobatics check. <laughs> Natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20, all right. So, you have it activated. I need you to now... Uh, you're going to unload three attacks, right? Yes. Let's roll all three at advantage first. Damage will deal later, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, 17, 17, 17 plus 8. That hits. That hits. 17 plus 8. What the fuck? Okay. Hits. 18 plus 8. Hits. All right. Let's roll the damage on each of those if you could. 
Okay, I will use uh, a 1d10 plus on two of them. It's my last two. Combo okay. die. Combo die. Got it. Very well. Fair enough. So... 1d10, 1d6, 1d8, plus four. Okay. Eighteen plus seven. Eighteen plus seven. No, well, tell me eighteen plus seven. Oh, that is twenty-five. Okay, plus four. Plus four, twenty-nine. That is one hit. One hit. Uh, uh, fifteen, nineteen, another one. Nineteen, another one. All right. And these ones are only these. Uh, so, uh, six plus four, ten. Ten. Very well. All right. Vesper, let's move on to you. Okay. So I'm spending my three key points, so it'll be two attacks. Okay. Two attacks. Uh, at advantage, right? At advantage each one, yes. You can also... Uh, do you have enough key points to flurry of blows? I know you're using the bonus action. But you're using yeah, the bonus so action already. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so two attacks. To sharpen the blade, yeah. Two attacks, let's do it. A 23. Yes, that hits. And then... 18. Plus, Plus an extra three. Yeah. yeah, so that hits as well. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage for me on both of those. Okay. So 13 and 9. 13 and 9. Is that with the death Plus, strike? That is not with the, with the... So that's an extra three on both of those. So that's six additional on that. And then the death strike is a 1d8. Uh, 1d8. Roll that. All right. Very well. Oops, I rolled it twice. I'll go with the first one. There's a five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't so, mean to roll it twice. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's not enough. <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys if you'll allow me to take over what you've done here and describe this moment for you. <laughs> yes. Vesper is the, the first one to take movement. Getting up, running with her monk-like speed and jumping on one of the chains, running at the open flesh wound where to where Hajdral is pointing, your instincts, your, your nose smelling blood. And that picture of G coming back and then Arthur and the anger of not wanting to let them die but having failed once already, running at this creature. Violet to your side takes a jump into the air as her feet are clad with lightning behind it, her fist raised at the very first, same vulnerability. And in your mind, Violet, the, that pain from your fist, that fear of losing Ketri, the reason for your faith, why should it be bad to believe out of your own fear? Does that not mean that you love Ketri? And it is in that feeling that you focus on your love for your daughter as you raise your fist, jumping over in the air. And then, from behind, three single notes of the lute. From the very depth of Emily's soul, Three notes that her mother started her song with. Three notes that grow louder and louder until they enter this creature and you see the flesh, exposed flesh, 
swell with the thunder damage as it booms from the inside. And in that moment, your fists collide with the flesh. And with three strikes, with lightning and thunder breaking off, the resistance to the lightning from the scales of this creature no longer affecting it, the very inside of it being vulnerable. And as Vesper tears through the flesh with her claws, with her staff, beneath that flesh, as it is torn apart from your blows, flashes of a blue eye, flashes of the darkness of your fear, as then the creature goes limp, but it stays in the same position. Now a cargo to the ship, a load that you bear. Your rage unleashed onto it, that's the radiance in your fist, no longer there, Violet. You've killed it, but it's still there. All of it is still there. You will carry this with you. Even if you drop her husk, her carcass, or, or its carcass in deep below the sea. That darkness in the sky. That absence of the stars. You've lost something today. You can still recover it. But the danger is real. You are dealing with your very mortality in this journey. And that's where we're going to end today's episode. Wait. Yes, Violet. I turn to Vesper. Do you feel it too? I do. It's consuming. <sighs> we are going to fight this. We have to. Together. Um uh, Emily and I also felt it, right? All of you felt If you would like to have this moment, for both Emily and Hajral, I will allow it. If you would like to convey your thoughts. Wait, as, by the way, um, just so I, I get the picture straight, they're at the whale still, right? They're at they, the whale like, still. They ripped the into its flesh, and it seems to have gone limp as they've hit something in it that stopped it from moving. Hajral just uh, turns to Emily and doesn't say anything, just tries to, like, examine Emily to see if she also felt this. Uh, I would say that Emily is, like, super pale, tired, exhausted, sweating, and afraid. As Ashdral realizes that it's not just him, and it's probably everybody else on the ship, he, uh, he walks on any he hugs Emily, trying to protect her Aww. and comfort her. <laughs> Very well. And with that hug, let's close out today's session. Because we are already going quite a ways <laughs> yeah. from, from its usual duration. I'm so sorry for that, but, you know, this was cool. So let's uh, let's take off the creepy song as we, we are going to say our goodbyes. <laughs> Ultra Excel episode today to compensate for last time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Some would say 
we come we came quite a whales that's a good one and it, it was the bard that did it it deserves yeah. it i feel inspired <laughs> Dang, i got a 1d10 in real life <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well Awesome job, guys. You fought the fucking scale whale. I hope you're happy. Um, it's I, I rerolled the dice and the battle encounters, although um, some others swap position, there was a battle encounter on the three anyway, and I thought maybe I should change that, but then it would feel like cheating because it rolled that way. Um, and so I didn't change it and put it on the three again, and here we go, rolled battle on three, and then you rolled the scale whale um, for, for the encounter. So it ended up being cool. This is one of the the coolest uh, the coolest encounters that I think you could have had. Um, so well done! I want to congratulate you all on finishing off the scale whale with the help of the cannons. But still, you guys held on. I also would like to congratulate you guys on your moments and on the things that you've used today. All of you have done some pretty fucking cool shit today. You know, breaking teeth, controlling water, protecting Violet, fucking saying shut the fuck up to Violet to wake her up. <laughs> the heat metal usage as well. You guys did fantastic. Commanding the ship uh, mates, both Violet with inspiring messages and Hajral, treating them as people, which makes me happy. Um, so great job. Two of them were lost. We will mourn them yeah. in the next session. Um, all right, so, okay. Well, they were people too. Damn, that's. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. When you said they died, I immediately like went to search how many diamonds we had. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh my god. No, we spent so much time last session saving them. Now no, I was like, ah, no, I don't care if they die. <laughs> Damn. Um, but uh, yeah, good job. And I'm sorry. I hope I didn't hurt any of you mentally with what I was doing. But um. It was good. I I, as I said, um, training wheels are off, uh, and I'm I'm changing the way that we do things because shit's real now. It's real. Now it's shit's real. Um, I was fine with the low tier god whale telling me that I should I should <laughs> die now. <laughs> you serve zero purpose. <laughs> that was that was funny the way you said like, it I was like. You, uh, um, it was literally like a more a, a more uh, well-behaved, like more educated Lothier. <laughs> um, but yeah, great job, guys. I'm really proud of you. And let's get back here next week to, to figure out what happens on the next two, five days of travel. Anyway, amazing job. To anybody watching, thank you so much. If you're watching it on YouTube, listening it on Spotify, or watching live now on Twitch, we really do appreciate you. Thank you for all of your support. Um, we do this because we have fun, but, you know, it's it's good to see that people enjoy it as well and have a laugh or are immersed along with us so thank you so much for that um take care everyone happy new year and uh let's happy move on to the next one bye bye, bye, -bye folks bye. take bye. care